Dream to Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. Starring your host, he's a podcaster, photographer, filmographer, writer, conspiracy fascist, entrepreneur, explorer, color commentator, picky eater, beer ninja, secret agent, and the world's most influential humanoid, he is Ryan the Area Man. And now, coming to you pre-recorded from the very secretive D2R Studios, deep undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and Nuclear Bomb Tested and Approved Doomsday Bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man! What's up, Dave? Welcome. <laughs> Remember when uh, we used to interview bands and we'd say, yeah. Hey, uh, welcome to the studio. They'd be like, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Heck, yeah. Uh, you're supposed to say, hey, thanks. Yeah. But they were all so nervous. It was always funny when they would say welcome to, yeah. to themselves or to me or whatever instead of saying hi. Yeah, that's the true sign of people not paying attention. You know, like well, when you're nervous. Well, not not even that. Like when I work, when when drivers leave, like I say, hey, have a good trip or whatever. I'll see you next week, whatever. And they're like, yeah, you have a good trip too. And I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Like I stay here at work. This is where I work. Twelve hours. I'm in this right. box. Right. You're in a truck leaving, going somewhere. You know. <laughs> or like when I worked at the movie theater, like, hey, enjoy the show. Yeah, you too. I'm not watching a fucking movie. I'm working. Right. You know. I don't know. Anyways, welcome. Welcome uh, to you. Yeah. Thanks for you letting me come over and, and well, chit-chat. It's, it's just funny, because every time they would do it, they would realize as soon as they said it, Oh, I started this off sound so stupid. Right. And it's always like, well, we could start over, or we'll just keep going. But they've already made asses out of themselves. Yeah, so we're just going to keep going. Just keep going. And usually by the end, they're like, ah, oh, yeah, they're cool. But up to that point, like, right at the beginning, yeah. it's kind of funny. Anyways. So what up, mofo? Are you ever nervous on a podcast? No. You've never been. You just don't get nervous with shit like that, do you? No, it just, shit just comes easy to me, man. I like, even doing interviews, I don't get, like, nervous. Like, being on the radio and stuff. Like, I haven't done that in a while, but when I was on the radio, I didn't really get nervous. Um, my buddy did a, we did a phone interview for Matt Chachillas, or I don't see, I don't say his last name. Yeah. But, uh, I wasn't nervous for his either. I was more nervous about what his question was going to be. But other than that, I wasn't like nervous to talk and shit. I just don't get nervous talking. Right. You know, I'm just, this is. Me. I think for me, it's like if I, like if we were doing these live, I may be a little nervous because somebody's listening right now. But when we do it, it's all pre-recorded, so mm. it's kind of for some reason. And there's no difference because it all goes out there, right? And people are hearing it, but for some reason when. Like, on the radio, you know right now you're talking live. Right. I think part of it is, and keep in mind, I don't edit, but it's like I have the ability to. Correct. Where on the radio, like, even though I don't edit on the podcast, I could if I needed to. Right, you have that option. Where on the radio, I don't have that option. So I think that it's almost like you have to be more on, perfect. Right. Even though it doesn't matter because... I mean, in general talking, you and I have stumbled over words at various times. It just, yeah. It's part of, you know, your mind gets going, you're thinking faster than your mouth can yeah. speak. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it happens to everybody. 
There's no way that it speaks perfectly all the time. Yeah, like when you know the president accidentally calls his wife Michael. <laughs> right. That yeah, happens. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, because that happens. Yeah. It's all like the time. Fucking stupid. Like, I yeah, I call uh, Joy Brian all the time. Right. Hey, Brian, I mean Joy. You know, I don't know. You wouldn't even correct it. You would just be like, my wife, Brian. <laughs> and just move about the Not even fucking- wife. Just say, Brian. Brian and I. Yeah. Right. Even though he's about his wife, Michelle. Yeah. Or Michael. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, and you wouldn't fuck that up if you were married to that person for no. years. Well, I guess I wouldn't say Brian. I'd say, like, Jay. Jay is more closer yeah. to Joy. Well, you would say, if Joy was a man, and originally, mm-hmm. and then transitioned to Joy, mm-hmm. but the original name was Jay, and you were, like, friends with Jay, and then Jay decided to become a woman mm-hmm. for your political career, yeah, you may slip up at some point and say Jay, because you knew him as Jay. You may still call him Jay at home. Right. Yeah. And you're doing a speech and yeah. Jay comes out yeah. because it's natural and you're comfortable. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I love an explanation on that. Never going to get one. Well, no. But I, I would, I don't know. That's interesting. Everybody loved that episode. Yeah. I loved it. That's why I brought it back. Hell yeah. Um, who who says you got to bring Sexy back? Sometimes you can bring Michael back. <laughs> I'm bringing Michael back. <laughs> we should tweet at the Obamas and say, "Bring my hashtag, bring Michael back." Yeah, there are people that's going to tweet. I'm not Michael Jackson. No, no, you would tweet at Michelle. Yeah. Oh. And say, yeah. "Bring, bring Michael back." Yeah. Yeah, but then I'd probably get arrested. For Don't something. be scared of being transgender. We accept you in this country. Uh, so just go back to who you originally were, like. You don't have to be. You don't have to pose as a I think, woman. For I think Michael will show up now that they're not president anymore, and Michelle so. will disappear. No, because I think. Um, Are the kids back with the real parents yet? <laughs> I don't know, but it's interesting. <laughs> I would be curious to see pictures currently, because there's no pictures from before. Right. There's only pictures during, and I haven't seen pictures post either. Yeah, either way. It's. I mean. But I'm not looking you know, either. No, I, I'm not about the seeking, it, seeking it out, mm-hmm. but it's still there. Anyways, that's not what we're going to talk about today. I know, just random, rambling on yeah. random shit. Get a little intro uh, discussion. Yeah. Um, what up? So. Welcome. I have a handful, handful <laughs> of uh, topics or, or articles okay. about one specific topic. We've covered it in the cool. past, but this, this topic doesn't go away, and I know... They'd love for it to go away. I think if we stop talking about it, it may go away. We need to keep talking about it because yeah. we need to get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Like, not just, like, w- you and I aren't going to get to the bottom of it, but it needs to keep be ta- being talked about and become, yeah. like, this is until people are prosecuted and put in jail and throwing away the key. It's, you know what I mean? The, okay, anyways, let's just get on to it. Hillary Clinton, cover it up. Pedophile ring at State Department. Are we talking about pizza game? Well, it's kind of like... A spinoff? Pizzagate Nights? You'll see, because what we're going to do is we're going to tie in everything here. Yeah, (laughs) Pizzagate Nights. Uh, What we're going to do is we're going to tie in some uh, recent rock star deaths. Oh, yeah. With all this. All right? right? Yeah, yeah. Um, But first, we're going to... Some alleged suicides. Alleged? Yeah, that's what's alleged. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they're reporting it as suicides, yeah. but uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. And there's some other interesting things that uh, 
have to do with all this. Anyways, so slut me read. An NBC News report claims that Hillary Clinton, while Secretary of State, shut down an investigation into an elite pedophile ring in State Department ranks in order to avoid scandal and protect the careers of high-ranking officials and an ambassador. The NBC investigation was broadcast at a time when they were a real news organization rather than a branch of the Democratic Party's PR department and provided internal State Department memos to back up claims of massive Hillary Clinton elite pedophile ring cover-up. Quote, Serious allegations concerning the State Department, end quote, the NBC anchor announced before launching into disturbing details that mainstream media would be unable to report on in 2017. Uh, quote, According to the internal State Department mem memos, the agency might have called off or intervened into investigations into possibly illegal, inappropriate behavior within its ranks, allegedly to protect jobs and avoid scandals. This concern at a time, this concerns a time when Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State. There's an old saying in Washington that the cover-up is worse than the crime, but in this case, both parts of it are disturbing, Chuck Todd continued. So that's the uh, guy. Let me see okay. Chuck Todd. Uh, allegations of prostitution and pedophilia and allegations that those crimes were somehow covered up or not looked into. So the State Department this morning is having to respond to those claims, and those investigations involve misconduct by State Department officials, including an ambassador and security agents attached to then Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. The allegations are that these investigations were whitewashed, quashed together, quashed altogether, and that those orders came from high up. NBC has obtained documents relating to ongoing investigations into some disturbing allegations involving State Department personnel and at least one ambassador. A State Department memo says, quote, the ambassador routinely ditched his protective security detail in order to solicit sexual favors from both prostitutes and minor children. The memo also says a top State Department official directed State Department investigators to cease the investigation into the ambassador's conduct. It's just one of what another document describes as several examples of undue influence from top State Department officials. Okay. Okay. Interesting, right? Yeah. So you've got that. Now, there's this... Uh, There's going to be lots of little parts here because there's multiple articles The next headline, pedophile game show host, it's odd, a pedophile game show host, it's odd that nobody found this disturbing back then. So here's, that's the, that's the headline of the article. This is a game show. It is disturbing. It is safe for work, but only in the sense that it was a public broadcast for all ages intended for mainstream primetime consumption. So now I'm thinking, what the fuck was everyone thinking back then? The game show host is a Canadian named Fergie Oliver. Fergie o Oliver is known for co-hosting the 1980s children's game show Just Like Mom with his wife Catherine Swing and his, his work as a broadcaster and dugout reporter for the Toronto Blue Jays. It says, view at your own risk lest you be angry for the rest of the day. Um, is there a video? Yes. Are you you wanna? Yeah, I want to see that. All right. I've never seen that show. I've never even heard of it. Just Like Mom? Yeah, well, on here, though, because I pulled this article a while ago, it looks like it may have been taken down. Right. So we may have a problem trying to find Censorship it. Censorship at its finest. Okay. I wonder what specific video. Yeah. All right. Let's see uh, what we got here. Hello, Leanne. I was almost going to call you Lori. How could I miss? Oh, it's very easy. You're both very pretty. 
You have green eyes. Blue. Are they? They're not blue. Now, don't tell me that. Look at me a little closer. They're green. What the fuck? <laughs> I fooled you. I fooled you. Do you talk about getting married and having a family and things like that? <laughs> no. You don't? What What do you do uh, when you're 11 years old for a date? Where do you go? What, what, what are some things you do? We just walk home from school with each other. And you walk home from school with each other. Okay, what category? Well, you've got your arms all over her. Oh, I'm watching Joe Biden. What the fuck? You look like a young lady who likes to give lots of hugs and kisses out, do you? Hey? Hey? Not really. Not really. Not really. Oh, he sounds so sad. Can I have a hug and a kiss? I can't have one? Mm-mm. Even if I say and whisper in your ear that, Allison, you're going to win the show? I still can't have a hug and a kiss? Uh-uh. Well, I guess you can't win the show then. If I don't get a hug and a kiss. Yeah. You hear that? Who said that? Yeah. You hear that? That's a good answer. Oh, you missed. Stephanie, which category for you? That's his wife. What the fuck? No kisses. Are you shy? Oh, the mom is the sitting next to her, so the mom is the one that said dirty old man. Please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> off the top of the show. See, she would get a whole bunch of right answers. You give out kisses, though, don't you, Stephanie? No. Oh, you don't, too? How come? Yeah. Okay, we've got Stephanie Lorraine wow. here in the big family kiss. I couldn't get that kiss earlier. Oh. Oh. The mothers are always so easy to kiss. It's the kids. Okay, dear. What the fuck? Oh. Wow. I wonder how many times he like went home and jerked off after one of these. Oh, he didn't go home. He did that shit in his fucking room. Wow. So that was a real show, dude. Just like mom. I've never heard of it, man. Guy is an uber pedophile, and that was on in the eighties. And you never heard of it, but I've also never heard of like I've never heard of it. But how did that get on TV? I don't know. What the fuck? And why is he so concerned about kissing and hug? Six, seven, I'll eight, let you nine, win ten. the show if you give me a hug and kiss. Wow, that is a crazy. I wonder. Hang on, I gotta look this guy up. Is he <laughs> still alive? Like, what was his name? Fergie Oliver. Fergie. Oh, maybe it's Oliver. Maybe they spelled it wrong on the thing. Fergie Oliver is his name. Oliver. Is he? Is he dead? With his wife, Catherine Swing. Huh. But then it says his wife is Susan Wheeler. They got married in 86. So, apparently, uh, him and Catherine got... He had three daughters for kids. Oh, Jesus Christ. They probably probably all all got diddled. They had to have. He had to have fucked his kids. Oh, God, yeah. Wow. The nine previous game show host moments. Of course, Fergie's got to be one of them. Yeah, whatever happened to him? That was in 2013. I was trying to see. Hmm. It doesn't say death. It just uh-huh. says born. 
He was active from 69 to 96. That's interesting. It's weird. He's a... Remainder of his career was broadcasting with the Blue Jays from 81 to 96, too. Really? So... Hmm. That's so weird, So he got divorced from Catherine Swing in 1980. They don't have the actual year, because it's a question mark. Mm Mm-hmm. But then he married from 86 to present. So his first wife was probably like, uh, all you're trying to do is fuck these little kids. I wonder if he's ever been arrested. That's really fucking weird, dude. Doesn't look like it. We should fucking find out how to get all of them and call them and fucking... See, there's people saying he died, so apparently he's not. Hmm. Dude, it's really weird. Why would you want to be kissing all these random kids on the lips, no less? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like on the cheek or something like that. Like, even that's kind of weird, but, yeah. you know, if you're going to do it at least on the cheek, why on the lips? Like the fuck is wrong with you anyways moving on so there's that wow okay this is this is our theme for today uh, unfortunately um let's see here where's the next one one of your favorites dave now bear with me don't uh don't get upset just yet justin bieber That's just the beginning of the headline. Yeah, no, that's enough. No, go Justin ahead. Justin Bieber. Pedophiles run the evil music industry. Justin Bieber told hundreds of people at a Bible study class in Los Angeles that he has woken up to the evils of the music industry and he needs to take a break from the industry because it is controlled by the absolute worst kind of people, pedophiles. Bieber has become a regular at the Bible study class held at the Montague in Beverly Hills and on Sunday... July 22nd, he shared what he described as a horrific story with the congregation and explained why he felt he had to quit this his world tour. <clears throat> Describing a party on tour attended by the upper echelon of the music business, including executive VPs of development, producers, power agents, and international financiers, Bieber said he was encouraged to sexually abuse a young child who had been brought to the party for the sexual gratification of the industry elite. Quote, I didn't want to do this. I really didn't. They said this kid was drugged. It was horrible. End quote. Bieber said... Is that from this year? Ex- explaining... Yeah, because he just canceled his world, world tour in July. Explaining that it was made clear to him that he would gain entry to the business side of the industry if he joined the club by passing the initiation rights. I wouldn't be just a performer. I'd be a mogul. That path would open up for me like it did for Jay-Z. It's the difference between being a millionaire and a, being a billionaire. But Bieber told the congregation that he couldn't do it. To join the club, I'd ha- this is a quote, to join the club, I'd have to do bad things to this poor kid, but then I realized that even that wasn't enough for them, I'd also have to kill this little child, end quote. Beaver said he had heard rumors about this type of initiation in the music industry, but he had not been confronted with it before. Quote, I got told they secretly filmed these parties. Once they've got you on video doing something like that, they own you, end quote. Beaver said his conscience is clear because he didn't participate, but the fate of the drug child is haunting him. Quote, they said this kid w- was raped by a few different guys. They said he was bleeding. He was bleeding. 
I got out of there, but I heard he died, and that haunts me, end quote. This allegation from Justin Bieber adds to the wave of accusations made by celebrities and musicians about the real nature of the music and entertainment industry elite. Corey Feldman and Elijah Wood have both gone on record exposing the pedophilia at the heart of Hollywood. According to Elijah Wood, innocent young lives are destroyed to, s- destroyed to satisfy people with parasitic interest who see you as their prey. In an interview with the Sunday Times, Wood dropped a series of bombshells about the pedophiles that run the industry, noting that clearly something major was going on in Hollywood. It was all organized. If you read the Washington Post or watch CNN, pedophilia is not a problem, and those who talk about it are tinfoil hat-wearing kooks perpetuating fake news. Well, that must be us, Dave. Yep. But more and more stars are coming forward with similar stories about the depraved Hollywood and music industry system. In recent months, Nicole Kidman and Lindsay Lohan also spoke out about pedophilia in Hollywood. Close friends of Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington, where's our ding, claimed the, claim the recently deceased pair were working on exposing the pedophile ring working at the heart of the mu- music industry, and it cost them their lives. Justin Bieber shocked his fans by canceling his world tour and announcing that he needed some time away from the music industry. But as more information comes to light, it appears he made the best possible decision. The kid die though. Well, you have to assume so. That's pretty fucked up, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and we've heard that. It's kind of a new for for me. It's a kind of a newfound weird respect for him. Assuming it's true, he didn't actually go through with anything. Mm-hmm. But this isn't the first time I've heard that come out of this type of thing. That's what they do. They want you because here's the thing. You're not going to be given all that power if they don't have something on you. Right. And if they can film you fucking a kid, then killing that kid, are you ever going to come out against them? Because guess what they're going to do? Release the tape. Yeah. And it's going to destroy you, and then they're going to say... It was his idea. He brought the kid. Yeah, or or something like that. It'll never come back to them. Mm -hmm. And this is why, this is what... And, and uh, take this leap with me. This is what Hillary Clinton has done, and the, the Clintons, along with anybody that's in these elite circles, they've all done this. This is what your Bohemian Grove is all about. This is what your Bilderberg Group is all about. Mm-hmm. This is what all this is all about. Any of these people that fucking are part of this shit have all done this. Yep. So think about that now. Beyonce, Jay-Z, you want to talk about your power couple in the music industry. Mm-hmm. They've both hypothetically, allegedly, probably done this. Think about that now. Anybody that's gone above and beyond to that next level have done this, which means that's fucked up. Now, think about that. That's really weird, dude. Yeah. I don't like either one of those two anyways. It makes you not want to like anybody that's, like, gotten to a certain point. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. of almost, they can do no wrong status. You know what I mean? Right. Um... Here's another one. As soon as it fucking loads. Here's the headline. Katy Perry. Sick pedophiles control the music industry. We've already talked about Katy Perry, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, another episode? Yeah, um, we didn't talk... We talked about her being like a clone or something like that, didn't we? Or, uh, well, was, well, remember she had her major breakdown yeah, and all that? yeah. Did we talk about that on an episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watched the video, the security guy pulling her off, pulling her off the stage. Oh, yeah, the uh, 
those them K Ultra mm-hmm. cloning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. In a shocking expose from one of the biggest pop stars in the world, Katy Perry has dealt. Katy Perry has dealt the devastating blow to the entertainment world elite by revealing that the entire industry is controlled by sick pedophiles. The I Kissed a Girl singer had left many concerned about her mental state following a series of public breakdowns earlier this year. She made headlines when she disclosed her suicidal tendencies and exhibited signs of a split personality disorder, saying, I don't want to be Katy Perry anymore, which we kind of talked about. Uh, her public unraveling reached a tipping point when footage emerged of her having some form of meltdown and collapsing on stage before she was dragged away by security guards, which experts had attributed to monarch mind control side effects. Now it seems the pieces of the puzzle are starting to fall into place as she finally opens up about the sickening reality of the music business. Clearly troubled by the details, she told a group of close friends, I can't live this life any longer. They're all pedophiles. What they do to these children is sick. She continues to elaborate, visibly traumatized by the things she's witnessed. And they're everywhere you go. It's like they're not even trying to hide it. They flaunt it like it's a badge of honor. The producers, the executives, the big names, they're all in on it. It's like an exclusive club that you can only join if you do these evil things to innocent children. And it's not just dirty old men. It's all of them, even the women. They say to me, Katie, you need to take the next step in your career, but there's no way I would do those things to kids. I need to get out of this world. I just want to be Catherine Hudson again. According to Perry, she's not the only major star that has been exposed to this world. She says that a lot of child stars have been exposed to this dark underbelly of the entertainment world as it's the only chance they have to get a break. She describes the network of pedophiles as fearless because they control everything, adding, it's not just in music, it's everywhere. Hollywood, Washington, even the press are in on it. Miss Perry added that she feels a revolt may be coming, though, if people can open their eyes to the dark forces that actually run the world. I feel like something is changing. Artists are starting to take a stand. If we work together, we can change this. We can save these children. Something is happening with Bieber. I think he might even go public. These revelations by Katy Perry may seem shocking to most people, but unfortunately this information will come as... No surprise to those that have done any amount of research on pedophilia amongst the world's elite. Child abuse has gone hand-in-hand with politics and show business since their very conception. Major stars like Corey Feldman came forward last year to blow the whistle on Hollywood pedophiles. Didn't didn't Macaulay Culkin come out, too, and talk about it? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he's almost more forgotten now than Mm -hmm. uh, the others. But you notice, anyway that comes out, they kind of... Are never used again. They're not in movies. They're not in. Right. They're not doing any work. They can't get hired for anything. It's weird, right? Mm-hmm. When you come out against them, they the no longer. Yeah. yeah. Um, Feldman claimed that he was raped by major Hollywood moguls when he was a child actor. He said that his best friend Corey Haim had also suffered the same abuse, and he attributed this trauma to his drink and drug drugs addiction in, uh, in later life that set him on a pathway to his eventual death. Former child star Elijah Wood. I didn't know Corey Haim was dead. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. That a while ago. Years ago. Didn't know that. Um, Former child star Elijah Wood confirmed these claims, saying he had witnessed firsthand how Hollywood is controlled by pedophiles. More recently, Brad Pitt came forward and exposed the depths of pedophilia in the movie business. He described how parents of child wannabes knowingly put their children in harm's way, hoping their kids will will be big stars if they play the game. Mr. Pitt described how the pedophile ring, rings extend outside the boundaries of the entertainment world and into politics, media, banking, and major corporations. The music world 
also lost two of its most cherished rock musicians this year in extremely suspicious circumstances. Chester Bennington was found dead in an almost identical way to his best friend Chris Cornell, who died just two months prior. Cornell was rumored to have come across information that tied big name, at least at the upper echelons of politics, to an international pedophile ring. It is believed that he shared this information with Bennington and planned to go public with it shortly before his death. Of course, the mainstream media slams any claims of elite pedophilia as fake news, but if the claims of this exclusive club of pedophiles are true, then the mainstream media is part of it, so it makes sense that they would be keen to dismiss it. Even search engines and social media sites are suppressing this information now as fear is mounting among the puppeteers that the people are finally starting to wake up to the sickening reality <clears throat> power has and always will be with the people, but whilst citizens of the world remain asleep, uh, uh, the elite stay in control, free to rule in whatever sick way they desire. United and awake, the people can make a change. And then, did we already talked about Chester and uh, Chris Cornell? We briefly talked about them. Briefly. Just that they died, and that was on here, it was on Vegas. We never did a think tank on it? No, you said you were going to, but later. Oh, okay. Well, then this is the one. All right. I figure that's where you're going anyway. <clears throat> so that's all leading up to it. Obviously, a couple of those articles mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing. I thought I had saved an article with that. So give me a second. Let me look. I could have sworn. I'm not, I might have accidentally deleted it or something. Or it could have been removed off of my phone. Yeah. For a certain reason. Well, while you're waiting, click on the very first tab, will you? See, no, up top, top, top left. Yeah. Oh, okay. just curious. Um, let's see here. Now, oh, how about this? Before we get into that, so ultimately we're teasing the Chester Bennington and mm-hmm. Chris Cornell ordeal. Here's the next part in this pedophilia, uh, this fucked up episode, I guess. European royals killing naked children for fun at human hunting parties. You ever heard about this? No, I've heard of human hunting parties, but, you know, you <clears throat> always think it's fake. not real, yeah. Fake news. Um, European royals killing naked children for fun at human hunting parties. This is one in a series of articles taken from eyewitness testimony before the International Common Law Court of Justice in Brussels. Five international judges are examining evidence of child rape, torture, murder, and kidnapping allegedly done by global elite members of the Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice Cult Network. Regular Ninth Circle child sacrifices were said to take place in the catacombs of Catholic cathedrals, the Vatican, on private estates and groves and and government military bases in Belgium, Holland, Spain, Australia, Ireland, France, England, and the U.S. At least 34 child mass grave sites were identified in Ireland, Spain, and Canada and refused to excavation by the respective governments, Crown of England and Catholic Church. Named as present in Ninth Circle activities were Pope Francis, Former Pope Ratzinger, um, Anglican, United Church of Canada and Catholic Church officials, including cardinals, members of the European royalty, including Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, officials of the Canadian, Australian, UK, and U.S. military and governments, including the USA CIA, plus prominent government ministers, judges, politicians, and businessmen from the U.S., Belgium, Belgium, Holland, Canada, Australia, France, Ireland, and the U.K., Teens were drugged, stripped naked, raped, hunted down in the woods, and, and killed by European royals, according to this week's latest eyewitness to testify before the International Common Law Court of Justice in Brussels. 
The woman was the fourth eyewitness to give accounts about these human hunting parties of the global elite Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice Cult Network. A former member of the Netherlands criminal drug syndicate known as Octopus, very similar to like Spectre yeah. and all that, yeah. testified that victims were obtained for these human hunting parties from juvenile detention centers in Belgium, Belgium and Holland. I keep saying Belgium, like the beer. Yeah. It's Belgium. Um, but yeah, the uh, Spectre, the whole thing in the James Bond movie with the octopus, mm-hmm. that's that's what that's based on. That evil syndicate in the James Bond movies, mm-hmm. it's based on... Really? Yeah. Um, without the pedophilia part. Right, right, right. In 2004, this is a quote, In 2004, I was an involuntary witness to torture, rape, and murder sessions of drug children performed for a group of high-ranked people of the Netherlands, stated a woman. I was taken to a hunting party in Belgium, close to Brussels, where I saw two boys and girl and a girl ages 14 to 16 hunted and killed by global elites. The human hunting party was heavily guarded by the Netherlands Royal Guards. I was told that King Albert of Belgium was present. Four eyewitnesses confirmed that as children and youths, they were forced to attend human hunting parties where they and other children were raped, with some killed and deceased boys' penises were cut off. Oof. Allegedly, there was a Dutch countryside palace where boys' penises were displayed like trophies on a wall. Some hunting parties were hosted on the grounds of Belgian Queen Beatrix's palace. Dutch therapist Toos Nijenhuis claimed that as a four-year-old, she was forced to witness murders of children that involved former Pope Ratzinger, a Dutch Catholic cardinal, plus the father of Netherlands' Belgian queen Beatrix and Bilderberger founder, uh, Dutch crown prince Alfrank Bernhard. I saw the former Pope Joseph Ratzinger murder a little girl, another witness confirmed. It was at a French chateau in the fall of 1987. It was ugly, horrible, and didn't happen just once. Ratzinger and Bernhard were some of the more prominent men who took part. In Ireland, Spain, and Canada, 34 child mass grave sites were discovered and appeared linked to Ninth Circle activities. The largest was the Mohawk Indian Residential School in Brantford, Ontario, where child remains were identified in 2008 before the Catholic Church, Canadian government, and English Crown shut down the dig by professional archaeologists. The 2013 ICLCJ court had found Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip guilty for the October 10, 1964 disappearance of 10 native children. 19 what, 64? Yeah. Jesus. 1964 disappearance of 10 native children from the Catholic Residential School in Kamloops, British Columbia. In the first two weeks of the 2014, court witnesses identified Dutch and Belgian royal participants in the rape and killing of Mohawk children and newborns. Named were Bernhard and King Hendrik, consort to Queen Wilhelmina of Holland. Alleged to be present during the human hunting parties were the late Prince Johann Frisco and his wife Mabel uh, Wise Smith, former ministers, the top man of the Dutch army, the undersecretary of the Rod van State in the Netherlands, and Viceroy, the vo- Viceroy next to the Queen Beatrice, and other global business and political leaders, including some from the U.S. Quote, Surely the present King Willem Alexander and King Philip and their wives know about this abuse and murder of children, said one eyewitness. They do nothing about it and likely are the ones to stop investigations and prosecutions. In January 2014, the brother of the King of Holland, Prince Johann Frisco, passed away in a coma after these three Dutch-language websites shown here, which I can't, you can't see, 
reached the Internet. The websites revealed that Frisco was at the human hunting and killing parties. The story came on the Internet after years of trying to move the policy and Justice Department in the Netherlands to act against the criminals. An eyewitness said, Nobody did anything to stop these criminals, probably because Queen Beatrix and King Albert likely interfered with the investigations. Human hunting parties were said to take place on the grounds... Okay, I feel like we're repeating ourselves. Now. Yeah, a lot hate, of it's kind I hate of, how they do that in articles. They do that all the time, though. It's, it's like they're content. trying to fill yep. space. Yep. Instead of just putting out just the fucking facts. If it's a short article, let it be short. Mm-hmm. But just, you don't have to fucking repeat everything. Um, anyways, the only thing difference in this, other than repeating it, is both were said to be Nazi sympathizers. Uh, we're talking about uh, Queen Beatrix and uh, Pope Joseph Ratzinger as well as Al Frank Bernhard. Uh, the ICLCJ court received a collection of Jesuit archival records about a child sacrificial cult known as the Knights of Darkness. In 1933, the Knights were established by the Catholic Jesuits and Nazi Waffen-SS division. The records showed Ratzinger was identified as a member of the Knights while working as an SS chaplain's assistant at the Ravensbrück concentration camp in Germany. The records also stated that Ratzinger participated in child sacrificial rites using kidnapped children from the camps or political prisoners. That makes sense. You said the Catholic Diocese, right? Mm-hmm. And their priests still molest children. Catholic Jesuits. Oh. Uh, well, same difference. Same thing, I mean, yeah. Um, another court document called the Magisterial Privilege indicated child sacrifice was a regular occurrence at the Vatican. At the tender age of 12, Svali of San Diego County, California, claimed she was... Uh, it just has Svali in quotes. So I wonder if that's like a code name or something. Claims she was brought to catacombs beneath the Vatican to witness the sacrifice of a three-year-old drugged boy. In this video, her interviewer said that 24 years prior, a Maria, in quotes, told him she witnessed another satanic child sacrifice right in the same Vatican catacombs. Last week, an Irish police investigator reported to the ICLCJ court that the Close to 800 babies buried in a Catholic nun's septic tank were dismembered, decapitated, and in bits and pieces, signs that they could have been murdered in satanic child sacrifice rites. In the last two months of the ICLCJ court, has heard these heart-wrenching testimonies, I almost said warming, Mm-hmm. That would have been a horrible fucking... Wrenching? Heart-wrenching? Yeah, heart-wrenching. <laughs> Not heart-warming. <laughs> uh, heart-wrenching testimonies about the rape, torture, and murder of children as recently as 2010 by Catholic leaders, European royal family members, and other global elites. Murder sites of the Ninth Circle Satanic Child Sacrifice cult were said to be in the catacombs of Catholic cathedrals, including the Vatican and on private estates, military establishments, and groves in Belgium. Now we're repeating ourselves again. Mm-hmm. The ICLCJ court has been overwhelmed with newly discovered evidence and a number of new witnesses coming forward to testify about Ninth. Mm-hmm. They have uncovered Ninth Circle Satanic cult member possible involvement in international child sacrifice, kidnapping, exploitation, and drug rings. The five international judges and 27 jury members were expected to remain in session for at least a year due to the, due to the complexity of the cases. I wonder how many of those uh, judges and jury members will die. Amnesty has been offered to citizens or employees of the Vatican, Crown of England, churches or governments willing to give sworn testimony or evidence that leads to the prosecution of these global elites suspected of committing crimes. Rewards up to 10,000 euros or around $13,660 was available through the ICLCJ court. 13,660? 
that's pretty close to 666. Yeah. Well, if you I wonder if you did like a breakdown it, of the numbers. Somewhere. Yeah, isn't 13 like the? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of well. That's just the. It rewards a ten thousand euros, but if you break it into dollars, it's always changing because the rates are always different. So mm-hmm. when they wrote this, that's probably what it was. It's probably different right now. Yeah. You converted ten thousand euros to, you know what I mean? It might be thirteen thousand six hundred sixty-six. Well, let's fucking check. Uh, what's the, what's it called? Um, uh, money conversion. Yeah, converter. All right. So if you do. So now, right now, it's eleven thousand eight hundred and fifteen dollars and fifty cents for ten thousand euros. Wow! So that's what you would get dollarized. So it's always changing. So yeah. I wouldn't think too much into that number. Yeah, um, it just right when you said it, I'm like, yeah. wow, because kind of thirteen odd. has something to do with with satanic. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, all that. All, a lot of the numbers play into it. Yeah. But when you're doing a conversion, I mean, if it if it wasn't ten thousand, if it was. Uh, 1,666 euros, maybe, but they're basing it in euros and the, okay. you know what I mean? Anyways, yeah. uh, the ICLCJ court had over 450 common law peace officers in 13 countries with 51 local chartered groups operating. Local organizing funds were available for common law groups that applied to the international tribunal and to crimes of church and state. Then it has some contact information on how to get a hold of those, uh, tribunal things um anyways so that's fucked up mm-hmm. do you really honestly believe anyone's going to actually come forward i think if i think if anybody did they're going to die they would be killed i yeah. mean uh I, I don't well anybody that's all right this is another interesting thing it's kind of off topic but not really uh, but anybody that so there's been lots of people that have been going to testify against Hillary yeah. with these emails, with uh, other things, with uh, stealing the money from the people in Haiti, right. all this stuff. The people that were like, uh, had something to do with whatever, they have knowledge of where the money actually went and all this shit. They're going to, because you know, there's been like, Hillary was indicted or whatever, they're going to have these cases where they would testify to Congress about whatever, and every single one of them has just ironically committed suicide weeks or days before the fucking they're going to go say something in front of a court. Mm. That doesn't, that's not logic. At a certain point, it becomes too obvious that something's happening. People just don't kill themselves right before they're going to go testify right. when someone that's in major power player in that industry, that world, and, and you have information on them, you just don't kill yourself. Right. If you had a fucking information because you worked with Hillary Clinton, you knew some shit, and somebody had come to you and said, will you testify against Hillary Clinton, and you said yes, you would not kill yourself a week or two days before you're going to go testify. You wouldn't. At, at a certain point, you you can't... See, remember when we did that episode about the Clinton All body people, count? Yeah, All yeah. people that die that's around them, like, in your life, if you went out from you of people you knew that died that you were involved with had business relationship with friends with whatever you may be at 10 people mm-hmm. maybe there's like hundreds, hundreds with them upon hundreds, now yeah. I get it they're in the public realm of things so you're you're open to being around a lot more people but that's a lot of people that knew shit about yep. you that went dead now if you had hundreds Dave 
I would begin to wonder, too. Now, regardless of you being a famous filmmaker. Successful. Successful filmmaker. Mm -hmm. Or a actual, like, Hollywood filmmaker. Obviously, Hollywood filmmaker, you know a lot more people. So there's a bigger chance for people to die around you. Right. But But still. But all the people, if they were involved in your finances, and there was a whole bunch of email chains that got leaked showing that you had collusion and all this other shit... Uh, and then timing. You got to look right. at the timing. If 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 I I get it. It's all alleged. It's all whatever. But logic and uh, just just simple thought process of this. At a certain point, I don't think you need one hundred. You don't need to see Hillary Clinton actually typing the fucking email where she actually says, right. "Hey, we are going to have Seth Rich killed today." You don't need that in order to prosecute, in my opinion. No, I agree. There needs to be a certain amount of logic put into this. People, not every single person that's ever going to testify against Hillary would kill themselves. Right. It just it's, doesn't happen. It's, it's, yeah, statistically impossible. Exactly. At some point, somebody has to testify. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever does. And they never can move forward because that person always commits suicide. Or Not has, everybody always... Or has a tragic accident. Yeah. There's well, the, there was one here. guy who was who was lifting weights and the uh, weight bar fell down and, and choked him to death. Mm-hmm. Bullshit! I'm sorry, bullshit. Yep. This guy had was a avid weightlifter. You don't accidentally fuck up two days before you're going to go... You always lift with a spotter. And if you always. can't find a spotter, then you don't lift like that. You lift safely. You know what I mean? The point is, he wasn't... Yeah. Here's the thing. If you have too much weight, those bars that you lay down on, you know what? It always goes to one side or the other, and the shit falls off. And then it goes... Up. Yeah. You should never die, unless you have the clips on there that hold it on. Right. But you still... It's highly unlikely that you're going to put yourself... Oh, Two days before I'm going to go testify, I want to do a weight I've never done before. Right. Bullshit. I don't buy it. You can't possibly convince me. You'll never convince me. Look at the reporter that blew up in that car accident. We did it. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember Um, his name offhand. What the fuck was his name? But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. We did the... What the fuck was his name now? (laughs) Um, Well, there's so many people, though. That's the problem. There's so many names, it's hard to remember every single name. But yeah, he, he... uh, was cl- he was writing the article on the CIA and all that, mm-hmm. exposing them, and then he just decided to fucking drive as fast as he can into a fucking tree, yep. Yep. Uh, for no reason, just because because he was erratic. Mm-hmm. And but as fast as you drive into a tree in your car, it doesn't send your engine behind you right five hundred feet. Right, it, it's an impossibility. But yet that's the case because yep. it was he was blown out of the fucking you know what I mean yeah. It's nonsense. It's, the whole thing's nonsense. And the fact that they're helping cover it up, the news is perpetuating their narrative. Because they're all in on this. Yeah. That's the thing. Not necessarily every single reporter, but the people that run Control, those, yep, yep, that run yep. each thing, they have all been brought to these parties and said, you know what? We'll guarantee you, just like that article said, we'll get you to that next level of mm-hmm. your career. But you got to do this. You know how people have sold out? This is how yeah. you can have a shit ton of people behind 9-11 all-knowing that aren't going to say a fucking word. You want to know why? Because if you have them on video killing and fucking a uh, little kid, yep. are you going to say anything? Fuck no. And if you're promised... Uh, millions of dollars or shit. Billions, like mm-hmm. Bieber? Yeah. You're going to go from millions of Biebs to billions. You're, you're not going to just be Justin Bieber singer, uh, entertainer. You're going to be Justin Bieber... 
mogul. Yep. Uh, I can tell you probably nine out of every ten fucking people would jump on it. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. if, I, if, if they said, we'll never release this, but you can never speak on this, and you will, you have to do what we say, but just think of what you're going to get. Yeah. And it, it looks so, but that's why some people have these breakdowns. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, think about it. Just the, that's the, amount, the emotional toll that would take on someone to to sell out like that. You know what I mean? Like, well, it sounds good. All you got to do is get through this one event. You just yeah. got to fuck this little kid. And then kill him. And then and, you're good. And then kill him. And, and you don't have to worry about it. But we're filming it. And those, you know, I like, and, and this is fucked up, but I would like to find out where they're keeping that shit. Yeah, no shit. And then expose it all. Yeah. Put it all out there. I mean, yeah, it's, it'd be wildly graphic, and somebody out there would probably get off on it. But if you did that, if you could access that shit, mm-hmm. wherever that shit's being kept at, can you imagine the people that you, oh would, you the names you'd probably be shocked to see on that fucking thing? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that would literally be the end all. Like, you you can't deny it at this point. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. I think that would be the end of this whole control system that's over us. Yeah, wouldn't that, that be great? That shit's got to exist somewhere, wouldn't that right? that be great, dude? I, I, could you, it's got to be the most heavily guarded thing in the entire world. I guarantee you it's on no shape or form in any type of computer network. It's oh, all cool. hard copies. It's, they took it with an old school VHS video camera. It's on v, VHS, you know what I mean? Or something <coughs> like that. Yep. Or, or like a you know right-to-DVD disc or something like that like could you imagine finding this i wonder where it's at wonder where like antarctica maybe they maybe that's why you can't get there because that's where it's being stored it's got to be stored somewhere where it would never get destroyed uh, regardless of the most crazy temperatures and temperature uh, world disaster any kind of thing a bomb nuclear bomb whatever it had to be stored in such a i mean you could i think it's in an underground bunker somewhere yeah i wonder where though where would you put that if you were whoever's in charge? The Rothschilds are, are behind. Let's just say hypothetically. Maybe it's at Area 51. Maybe that's why it's so heavily guarded. Maybe it has nothing to do with aliens and shit. Maybe it's this pedophile. Maybe the aliens was a fucking diversion. Yeah. Get you to thinking about that, thinking that's all that's out there. When in fact they have a whole... I honestly bet you it's it would be, it's more simple than that. Like a fucking farm silo yeah, it's in North Dakota. Plain sight. Well, you would never know. You would never be interested in mm. even walking there. You would, but it'd be. But if you were to go there, and you were to start to just like, let's say you're hiking, for instance, right. through fucking farm fields or whatever, and you came across this silo and you decided to go to sleep, somebody would be there and fucking get your remove your ass, like, like somebody will never get to the silo, right? Yep, but there would be no reason why you'd ever want to either. You know what I mean? I bet you it's something like it's probably not in the United States. I'm guessing it's going to be somewhere in Europe, or it's got to be somewhere where maybe that's what's inside Stonehenge. All those rocks—they're hollowed no, out because they have <laughs> tourists there constantly. I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, no. I get maybe that's what's inside the pyramids. I highly doubt that too. But it's somewhere where nobody would be around. Mm-hmm. It's inaccessible to. Whatever, like, that's where the shit goes. But yeah. all right, now think about this: Who's the person that's filming that? Like, I'll take a filming job and film all kinds of shit. 
But if you, you think if I got approached and said, hey, we got this film job, you just show up at this address with your equipment on this day, or we'll provide the equipment, you just show up and film. I'd say, okay. And they would discuss, well, you're going to get ten grand put in your bank account after this job. And you show up, and then they all of a sudden you're sitting there behind this camera, they're doing like uh, the Eyes Wide Shut right. movie with the music and all that, and next thing you know, uh, Biebs comes out with all these other fucking like politicians and shit, and they're like, all right, Biebs, here's this fucking drugged up little kid. You got to fuck this little kid and then kill him. And he's like, what? No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, but we can take you from being a entertainer to a mogul. Right. All you got to do is do this. And, and and you're filming this. Like, what happens to that person that films it? Either like, that person has to be in. Or they're dead. Or yeah, they get killed immediately after. Or or it's in the system. Because they said, in one of them, they said them. it was secrecy. One of them said they secretly taped them. So it's... Some entertainment or some company, some security company installed these cameras, or it could be the CIA because we know they're fucking crooked as shit, installed all these cameras in this entire building, this bunker, wherever they're doing this shit at. And, yeah, so no one really... And somebody that's filming it's probably in on it. Yeah. Who's already had to do this. Right. It could be a Spielberg type Now, what if you were contacted and you were taken, you were invited to this party with a bunch of elites, uh, whatever... Uh, Hollywood elites and and they were said, "Hey Dave, you're already a successful filmmaker, but we're gonna go one step further. All you gotta do is fuck this kid, kill it, and you're gonna get to direct the next nine Star Wars movies." I'd say no. I mean, but think about that. This is what happens don't to, have to. You well, have you don't have it. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying hypothetically. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't do it, but I. Be willing to bet there's a shit ton of people mm-hmm. in my immediate circle of friends that would say yes. They would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. And that's fucked up. Now, I don't know. You'd have to ask each one. If you're having the conversation, they would all say no or say yes jokingly. But you know deep down. They'd say yes, yeah. Nine of ten people, I bet you, would do it if they were given the opportunity. And at that moment, you're completely 100% controlled. Unless you are cool with being, um, like, well, most most of the people then commit suicide. All these mm-hmm. actors, probably Robin Williams, I don't know. I actually thought that when we were talking about Cornell. I mean, there's, think about all these people that have, like, committed suicide or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, it, it makes you wonder, once you peel back this curtain of weirdness. Right. I, I, that's when I start to begin to question Michael Jackson's death, Prince's death, like all these other ones that have died. I mean, a lot of them have died at old age from cancer, different things like that. But anyone that like committed suicide or has something weird around their well, look at Heath Heath Ledger. There was a yeah, lot of conspiracy over his death. You know, the, the untimely ones, I guess, yeah. the ones you don't expect. Now, the ones that are eighty years old, whatever, eh, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Um, George Burns type shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, the ones that were like. Young, or didn't seem sick, but just all of a sudden died out of nowhere. Like, not to say that it can't happen, mm-hmm. because anybody could die randomly. And people do commit suicide. Right, right. But a lot of this shit just doesn't, like... Alright, let's get into... I don't know, I have a hard time how people can't see... I mean, does do people actually need to have it spelled out for them? 
Well, even if you spell it out for them, like we do on a lot of our think tank podcasts, they don't. They they chalk it up to being conspiracy nuts and the fact that you know we're crazy, it would never happen. They would, you know, they they're bought into the program of the government wouldn't lie to us. The top elite, there is no such thing as a top elite, a ruling elite, and shit like that. But it, people, they they people do are so still so snowballed. Like I was at a, a get together the other day, and everyone was all all pro Hillary and saying how Trump is so racist and Hillary is the most equality person out there. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? I'd love to see so what they fucking smoke. racist, man. Yeah. You know? And I said that. I'm like, did you guys see Hillary's America? She's racist as fuck. No, no. That, that, the guy was telling a narrative. Like, no, that's what the fucking corporation is doing. They're telling you that. I was like, no, no, no. Dude, you need to watch that film. And fucking open your eyes. Dude is not able to fucking vote in, in our country because he's not an American citizen. And he's got a felony, I think, too. Um, but either way, watch the fucking video and just go into it with an open mind. You mm-hmm. know? Well, no, you know, they're like, it's a waste of time, and yada, yada, yada. No, they, seriously, people need to watch that fucking movie. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Um, well, while you were talking, I was Googling Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington, conspiracy, John Podesta, because there's a connection there with Pizzagate. Oh, first thing. And, and the first thing on either one of these, yeah. and you can tell this is forced, because it says, were Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell murdered to cover up a dot, 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 I want you to click on it, but... Before you, you don't even have to click on it because it says fact checked by Snopes.com. False. Well, why is that the top thing? Why is Snopes getting the top yeah. thing on that? Bullshit. That is, it's insane that anybody goes to Snopes for fucking fact or truth. If you want to, you want to, you want to talk about fake news, that ought to be called fakenews.com. Yeah, no kidding. Snopes. I still want to come out with a, my own version of Snopes where I debunk Snopes. Yeah. I'm going to. One of these days, when I have fucking time, I'm going to do it. Um, I'm trying to... F- it's interesting, because I had the... Did I pull that article up for you and show you that article? No. You talked about it, but you never pulled it up. I wonder if this... Whoa. Is that true? Well, that's what I'm trying to get. I, I wanted to find the article that I fucking had. good i like that right there yeah uh well i guess maybe let's watch these videos that are linked here this is um john podesta is slash was chester bennington's biological father now this is i don't know what these youtube videos are linking to so they may or may not be what yeah but maybe if we maybe this is a fucking uh verbal article read about because i can't find the actual article i imagine it was probably scrubbed from the oh, fucking of course. it's probably like the very last one yeah of yeah. the million that you'd have yeah. to search and i'm yeah. not digging that but so let's see if this is let's see what this is i guess we'll just go through each video Chester bennington died on july 20 2017 a few months back on july 18 chris cornell also died knowing that chris and chester were close friends the situation compels me to create a video how close were these two artists exactly? Well, aside from performing on stage together multiple times, they had become so close that Cornell had named Bennington the godfather of his 11-year-old son, Chris. I can't help myself but to stay what I think is happening. Could there be a conspiracy against these two artists and done by whom? Forensic pathologist and former chief medical examiner in Wayne and Macomb counties, 
Dr. Werner Spitz reviewed Chris Cornell's autopsy report. After looking through the report, Spitz said he is not absolutely convinced Chris committed suicide. The toxicology report showed a Soundgarden frontman had traces of naloxone, a narcotic overdose remedy, also butalbital, which is a sedative, lorazepam, which is ativan used in anxiety treatment, pseudofedrine, which is a decongestant, and barbiturates in his system. Dr. Werner Spitz, who worked on a number of high-profile cases, including the investigations of the assassinations of President John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King Jr., said the naloxone could have been administered when Chris was found unresponsive. I think that his statement is very true, because the actual substance that Chris would have been overdosing on should have also been found, and it was not reported. Dr. Werner Spitz also said that the way Chris was found means he was able to regulate the pressure on his neck. He concluded that, in theory, it could have been just an accident. However, I think it was a bit more than that. Being able to regulate the pressure on your neck means the only way you could kill yourself is by being some kind of nutcase with your natural survival instinct completely suppressed. Many of us may have suicidal thoughts, but I would doubt you would be able to manually choke yourself to death, which is why people make sure that they can't regulate the pressure on their neck when they commit suicide. Chris Cornell killed himself with a red exercise band on a door where he could have easily touched the ground with his feet. I mean, he's a pretty tall guy. Okay, with a serious amount of drugs, maybe you could bypass the survival instincts, but those were not found in his system. It is important to understand Chris Cornell's case before reading whatever they will release on Chester. There are some strange synchronicities going on that reinforce my outrageous speculations. For example, Chester Bennington died on the same date that Chris Cornell was born on. And there is this video on Linkin Park's YouTube channel released just two months ago entitled Good Goodbye. It is indeed the last video they've made before the tragic event happened. If you watch the video, it is very prophetic in my opinion. You see a mysterious basketball competition between Chester, or Linkin Park, and a demonic being. The demonic being is able to summon minions to play against Chester. Chester, however, manages to beat all the minions that get thrown in, and the angered demons destroys all his pawns throughout their failure. Eventually a little girl with superior powers appears that beats them at the game, but also physically destroys both Chester and the demon. Official video interpretation might be something to the order of internal battles and obstacles that you faced in life, ultimately defeated by innocence, which is the little girl. Mm -hmm. But what if it was more than that? Is the demon in the video representing the entity that you sign a contract with to become famous? The corporation behind the scenes that controls the music industry? After all, they are signed with Warner Brothers, one of the biggest players in the game. In the early 90s, Linkin Park was just a raw, unheard of garage band, just like Korn and other rock bands. Then got turned into a very refurbished piece of art, ready to sell to the world. 
There's also this image with the double X in the video which has a very high occult significance to the Luciferian doctrine followers such as the Illuminati or Freemasons. Is this basketball game symbolizing Linkin Park trying to beat the devil's game? And if so, then what does the girl at the end represent? Both Chester and the Puppet Master get destroyed by her. These are just very speculative interpretations, sure, but the point is we have Chester being destroyed in a video, and then he dies two months later. This reminds me of an event in 1977, yeah. when the album Street Survivors was released by Leonard Skinner. The image of Leonard Skinner surrounded by flame wasn't controversial at first. Sadly, three days after the album was released, That's crazy, right? band members Ronnie Van Zant, Steve Gaines, Cassie Gaines, as well as several crew members died in a tragic plane crash while en route to Baton Rouge. Are spiritual energies at play? Is there an organization controlling everything from the shadows? And if so, how do they get inside of the artist's mind to create the art that prophesizes their own death? Occult Luciferian messages are always put in movies and popular music videos. I will give you an example from Chris Cornell's video, Black Hole Sun. The Black Sun has been a symbol used by occultists and secret societies, including Golden Dawn and Thule Society. Thule society is actually behind the Nazi party. Heinrich Himmler even put the Black Sun emblem in the General's Hall over at Castle Wevelsburg, and he called it the center of the New World. What New World was he talking about, and what kind of center? Well, the New World Order, of course, and the Black Sun, if you read their own writings, you find out that it is a portal to another dimension, and I suspect a very dark dimension. What do we see in Chris Cornell's video, Black Hole Sun? Well, a dark portal through which everything is absorbed, while Chris is singing the lyrics, Black Hole Sun, Won't You Come, and Wash Away the Rain. Did Chris know what these lyrics and imagery actually meant from an occultist perspective? I suspect not, just as Leonard Skinner did not know their album cover actually means their death, and Chester also didn't know that his recent video was prophesizing his end. I think there are forces we do not know or be able to comprehend at play here. I can only assume that once you sign the deal you become their property, not only with your artwork, but also with who you are, your physical being and everything that you do. Forget about friends. Forget about family. Forget about love. I've seen this movie. I don't know what it is, but I've seen it. You're mine, Johnny Blaze. Think I have. The artist could be therefore unknowingly under temporary possession when they write their ideas. Whispering into their ears. Ideas, inspiration for formless weapons. But I don't make them use them. Is there Wonder Woman on that yeah. But if you don't like this spiritual interpretation, here is something closer to reality. In the United States, there were various mind control projects done by the government under what was called MKUltra, which you can go check the public records on and see for yourself how deep they went to the point 
where they could erase someone's memory in Subproject 54 and then reprogram that person to whatever they wanted. This may sound like science fiction, but it did happen, and Bill Clinton even made a public apology for it. Thousands of government-sponsored experiments did take place at hospitals, universities, and military bases around our nation. Some were unethical, not only by today's standards, but by the standards of the time in which they were conducted. I'm not saying MKUltra still exists, because officially the projects were terminated in 1973, but if these technologies were researched and it is possible to do all this to a human mind, then what could stop a hidden organization that controls many aspects of our world to obtain and use these technologies? What are vaccines? If popular artists exactly. are victims of such projects, then what could stop this? That's one way you can do it now. Controlling Hide it behind other committing these suicides. And the puppet things. masters mm -hmm. would get away with it too, because no one would look into the death of this world matrix, apart from a few crazy conspiracy theorists, such as myself. What is clear for me is that these artists are victims from the moment they signed the contract. Chester was a good person. In his statements he was always respectful. Linkin Park did do a lot of charity work. So I believe their only mistake was signing the contract with these snakes. Warner Brothers officially did pay their tribute to Linkin Park and Chester, acting all heartbroken and humane, but I believe it's all part of the show. Of course, you decide what to believe, I am only presenting my perspective, and if you want to understand further how this system works, you will have to jump down a few rabbit holes. Mm -hmm. How can we stop these maleficent puppeteers, though? I do not know. Their game has been perfected through hundreds of years, and it is impossible to identify the masters. What is possible, though, is to beat them at their game, do exactly the opposite of what the advertisements and World Matrix tells us to do. Don't buy the Coke. Don't go for the Ferrari. Go for simplicity and human relations based on truth and love, because that is what will bring you real happiness. I mean, this is a topic for another time. But thanks for watching this video. If you believe in God, pray for these victims of this dark system. If not, stay non-compliant to the system anyway, because it is detrimental to us all, whether we're religious or not. Alright, let's see the next video. Uh, that's another thing to add. Chris Cornell's wife has, has come out and said, it wasn't a suicide. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, and Chester Bennington was not Suicide and all. Chester Bennington is very well known that he was um, abused as a child, mm -hmm. like sexually and things like that. Um, so I hope one of these videos gets into the connection between him and Podesta. I don't know if it will, but... So there's a new theory floating around on Here it is. Chester Bennington, the lead singer of Linkin Park, who recently committed suicide was actually the biological really son of John Podesta. Mm -hmm. And if you think that's a bit far-fetched, then you probably don't believe in Pizzagate. But if you do believe in Pizzagate, then this kind of makes a bit of sense. So here are the coincidences that people have found, and I don't take any credit for this. So they say that he's the son of a police officer. But also, in an interview... Chester had said that he was molested by an older friend, 
and he doesn't say who this friend was or how old the friend was. So an older friend could have mean you know could mean that you know John Podesta would have been in his forties I think and could have been a mentor or you know done something along those lines and had access to him and been his oh, like friend there mm-hmm. and molested him and then yeah. a police officer could have adopted if you're him, all curious about this go to google and put in chester bennington and john podesta and you'll see a very a close likeness and he saw that this kid was being molested he would have adopted him to get him away from the situation all the eyes and but everything. the the actual interesting coincidences that make it seem as though uh this could be legitimate is lincoln park's uh album which i'm sure chester mm-hmm. had some say in the design it it quite resembles just take a look at it and then it, it quite resembles the boy love logo that the fbi knows is used among uh child molestation rings by pedophiles hmm. so uh, people That's have found this logo connected with john podesta before and uh i never it's noticed just that pretty much an exact match you see the l and then the p and then the circle going around it so it's very yeah, similar. That's kind of weird. And if he knew about that later on in life, you know, and maybe that's what gave him a drug problem, then uh, maybe he would throw a little, you know, a little inspiration from that and say, you know, that's maybe why he was so upset in all the songs, you know, like always screaming and everything. But uh, that's not really the... I mean, these look alike and everything, but what really looks alike and what really drew this whole thing to attention is that uh, John Podesta and Chester Bennington look very, very similar. I actually ran this through a facial recognition similarity thing with the picture of Chester and with the picture of John, and they're 75% similar, which is more than just a passing similarity. That's, uh, you know, if they were 50% similar, that's like sharing maybe... uh, Maybe that's your cousin or something, but a 75% similarity, that's pretty striking. I mean, that's basically Fuck like taking all the dude. features. God, they from, do look uh, a lot you know, like. I can analyze this and um, show you guys. Let's open this image in a new tab. They have basically the same eyes. That's right off the bat. Same I mean, mouth, same, same nose. Same ears. between the eyes, same eye colors. They have the same... Hairline, hairline yeah. same fucking same jawline. Shape. Yeah. If you just look at that, same wrinkles in their mouths, like mm-hmm. in their. Uh, that's you didn't have the gate too coincidental. Say they have yeah. about the same size ears. They have the same chin, chin same, length, almost the, the same, same type of glasses, lips, the same like, nose. The nose is actually extremely similar. The only differences really are, you know, maybe the eyebrows. His eyebrows are a little bit bushier. And, uh, Old man eyebrows are always bushy. You know, yeah. even Look at Eugene Levy. Because anybody can wear glasses, but... I don't, just, dude, that's just... The same it's too line. crazy, dude. You know, it's, there's nothing really too... Look at the, the left eye too on both of them. different about them. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are not two guys you would see on the street and say, oh, those are just two random guys. You would... You would think father and son. You would probably say, oh, are you, are you related, you know? They just look very, very similar. And I'm sure more information will rise because poll is always on the case. But, you know, just wondering what you guys think of this and just letting you know that uh, this theory is out there. So have a nice night. Yeah, I 
anybody that's listening to this, if if you're unsure about what we're talking about, go to Google, put in Chester Bennington, John Podesta, hit Google search for images, and there will be side by sides, and look at it. it. It's crazy how close they resemble each other. Yeah, like weirdly. Yeah, it, it's shocking how close. Like before we even saw that video on the right hand side, there was a small little icon of a video, and I was like, man, that looks really close. Um, here's the last YouTube video. I don't normally make videos like this, but here we go. Feels like it's all in one ear. Let's see how long is this video. Eighteen. We're going to be taking a look at a picture that had supposedly been found sent at least. I think we watched this possibly up to Uh -uh. three times by John Podesta in the WikiLeaks files. Maybe you did. For those of you that don't know, familiar. John Podesta is the chairman of the 2016 Hillary Clinton presidential yeah. campaign. But I watch this without you at some point. You can skip it then. Bill Clinton and no, it's interesting. We're talking about it, so we'll just Wikileaks watch it. WikiLeaks for the past couple of weeks has been releasing thousands of his emails to the public, and they're being rifled through and sorted through right now. As of recording this on Remember, Remember, the 5th of November, Guy Fawkes Day, Currently, Hillary Clinton is involved in a massive number of scandals and holds the distinction of being the first presidential candidate to be under investigation while gunning and running for the White House as the FBI has recently reopened their investigation into her email scandals. Now, we're not going to cover the numerous scandals surrounding John Podesta, Hillary Clinton, and Bill Clinton in this video because there's just too many to cover. John Podesta has recently been linked, along with numerous other popular and public figures, to an artist named Marina Abramovich, who engages in artistic acts called spirit cooking, where she supposedly uses blood, urine, and semen and the like, and paints with it. That's just weird. Things I don't even want to speculate on. Like, where do you get the semen from? We are from? not going to discuss Kids? in this video uh, Hillary Clinton's self-proclaimed mentor Robert. Dude's Burr, jerking off, I guess. Out of the KKK. Nor are we going to talk about the pay-for-play corruption happening through the Clinton Foundation. We're not going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein and what looks like a pedophile ring happening at his island-slash-compound, where former President Bill Clinton has <coughs> reportedly visited numerous times, even taking Jeffrey Epstein's private jet, what is deemed the Lolita Express by the press. And we're not going to talk about the video where Hillary lies for 13 minutes straight. We're not going to discuss the Benghazi scandal or how Debbie Wasserman Schultz helped steal the election from Bernie Sanders. That's just to name a few of the things that we're not going to cover in this video. What we are going to do is deconstruct and discuss the highly occult significance of what John Podesta is saying in this pic. It's a picture of him holding his hand up with 14 with symbolism and a little fish on his other palm. Which is known as the theological mm-hmm. study of arithmetic and gematria, as well as delving into richly mystical, spiritual, and occult themes. We're going to be using the septenary gematria cipher for the English alphabet for this video. So those of you who do not know this or who are new to my channel, who have never heard of me before or know of this study at all, please note there's a ton of information, blogs, books, numerous videos and interviews and the like to help you get familiar with the cipher we're going to use today. Everything I'm going to present to you in this video can be confirmed, validated, verified, and double-checked yourself. I will present nothing, nothing, that cannot be demonstrably proven if you simply have the ability to spell and do basic arithmetic. Okay, here we go. Let's take a look at the de-occulting of John Podesta. This picture was found on the WikiLeaks archive email number 3999, and you can search it and download it yourself at wikileaks.org. The place I originally got this pic was from an account called MicroSpookyLeaks on Twitter, who, as of writing this this morning, had their account suspended by Twitter. 
Pretty huh. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first you thing know you what? do is this look at familiar. number 14 and the human hands. Your hands are what I consider to be a template for universal mathematics. And it's a concept I cover quite extensively in my books and videos. I have a 10-minute video entitled The Mathematics of the Human Body, um, and I'll link that below, if you would like to explore this concept further, in which I show how the mathematics of your hands contain things like the cycle and phases of the moon, women's periods and menstruation and ovulation, how a calendar can be created with your hands, and how your hands actually reveal the mystical and religious number seven, just to name a few things. So if you notice, uh, Johnny P here has the number 14 written on his right hand. Now, your hand is actually composed of 14 phalanges, and phalanges are the little bone segments or sections on your hands. So you have three on each finger and two on your thumb, giving you 14 for your left hand and 14 for your right hand, coming together to be 28. The fish on John Podesta's left hand is a reference to the 14th letter of the Hebrew alphabet, known as Nun. Now, the 14th letter of the English alphabet is the letter N, which the word Nun actually begins and ends with N. And the word Nun in Hebrew actually means fish. So here we have uh, John Podesta with a 14 on his right hand, and on his other hand is a fish, and the 14th letter of the Hebrew alphabet is literally means fish. And notice the phonetic agreement of the Hebrew word Nun N-U-N, and the English word none, or N-O-N-E. This is something we'll cover again towards the end of the video. The fish is created by what is known in sacred geometry as the vesica pisces, or two circles resting on each other's centers, and the vesica pisces literally translates to the vessel of the fish. The center womb or overlap creates what is known as the very famous ictus fish, a logo celebrated by the Dogon of West Africa, it's found in Islamic art, uh, it's even found in the highly esoteric tarot deck, and of course, it's found in Christian iconography with Jesus nestled in the center of the womb or the overlap oh, yeah. of the two circles. If you make the fish a height of 265, the width will equal 153, and 265 divided by 153 equals the square root of 3. The number 153 is mentioned in the book of John, where Jesus miraculously caught 153 fish. Now, the Holy Trinity is yet another esoteric concept shared and celebrated across the known world, and it is the one that John is directly referencing here. The Trinity is found in Hindu, as in Shiva, Brahman, and Vishnu. It's found in Scandinavia, as Odin, Frey, and Thor. It's the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit in the Christian canon. Jupiter, Juno, and Minerva in the Roman mythology. And is found in ancient Egypt with Isis, Osiris, and Horus. Now, Osiris is known as the god of the afterlife, the underworld, and the dead. But more appropriately, he is the god of transition, resurrection, and regeneration. The concept of dying and being reborn, or death and resurrection, is an extremely prevalent theme in many myths across the known world, and known popularly in the modern parlance, of course, with the story of Jesus and the passion of Jesus. <coughs> the story of Osiris basically goes like this. The enemy of Osiris, Set, cut Osiris into 14 pieces, put him into a sarcophagus into the Nile River, and set him adrift. Isis, the mother goddess of Egypt, went to retrieve the pieces and only found 13, with the last piece, Osiris's penis, supposedly eaten by a fish in the Nile River. This myth is considered one of the most important myths in the Egyptian lexicon. So Osiris was cut into 14 pieces, a fish ate his penis, and Isis only found 13. 
13 and 14. These numbers 13 and 14 found in this myth and riddle have a direct mathematical parallel that reveals an important phenomenon in our number line related to the infinite and transcendental number of pi as well as to the number 42, with the number 42 being a number of high occult significance. When we walk up our number line, 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15, if you notice, you can establish the first five digits of pi being 3.1415 in these three numbers, just as it unfolds in our number line. But that's not all. These three numbers, 13 plus 14 plus 15, when you add them together, equals 42. And 42 is the number of principles in the Egyptian mot, what is known as the principles of law, order, and truth. Why 42? Well, here's your answer. It is found right in our number line, right where we find pi. 42 is also known as the answer to the mystery of life, according to Douglas Adams' Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And 42 is also a number which God used to create the world in Kabbalistic study. If you mirror and square the first few numbers walking out of the base 10 system, you will find that these numbers will mirror themselves all the way up to the number 14. So when we mirror these numbers and square them, we find that 11 squared is 121, and the mirror of 11 is, of course, 11, and 11 squared is 121. So 121 and 121, they're mirrors. When we walk up to 12, 12 squared is 144. The mirror of 12 is 21. And 21 times 21, or 21 squared, is 441. Hmm. 144 and 441, they're mirrors. 13 squared is 169, and the mirror of 13 is 31. 31 squared is 961. 169, 961. They are mirrors. And this is where the mirroring stops, at the number 14. 14 squared is 196, and the mirror of 14 is 41, and 41 squared is 1681. 196 and 1681, the mirroring stops. Why is this significant? Because this is exactly where the decimal place in pi is established. Between the numbers the 13 <laughs> and 14, right where the mirroring stops. And hence hmm. the significance of the number 14. This process of mirroring, reading things backwards and forwards and the like, was something lauded by famed occultist and member of the Order of the Golden Dawn, Aleister Crowley. Let him train himself to think backwards by external means and set forth here the following. Let him learn to write backwards. Let him learn to walk backwards. Let him listen to the phonograph records reversed. Let him practice speaking backwards. Let him learn to read backwards. Instead of saying, I am he, let him say, a ma I. The process of mirroring is essential to the practices of the occult. So we find this very significant number 14 written on John's right hand. Which is interesting because right hand in English gematria equals 42. The same as the 13 plus 14 plus 15 where we find pi in the number line and the 42 principles of the Egyptian mot. It's very interesting to note in biblical scripture the amount of times that you read references to sitting at the right hand of the Father. A few notables are here. 1 Peter 3.22, Acts 5.31, Acts 2.33, Luke 22.69, all reference sitting at the right hand of the Father. The esoteric reason that the Father sits on the right side is that when you face north, or towards the pole star, if you will, the sun rises in the east, or in other words, it rises on your right side, and hence why so many religions will pray to the east, because that is where the sun rises to announce the glory of a new day. The fish on John's left hand is known in astrology to be Pisces, 
and is referenced in the womb where the fish is illustrated, or the vesica Pisces, Pisces, Pisces. Pisces in English gematria equals 28. And thus, if we add the 14 on John's right hand and Pisces or 28 on John's left hand, we find yet again the number 42. Now this last point is where we hit the pedal to the metal and where the rubber meets the road, so to say. Remember we discussed that the fish in the Hebrew alphabet is known as the nun, or the N-U-N, which is phonetically identical to the English word nun, or N-O-N-E, meaning nothing, or zero, or nothing. When we use the septenary system on the word zero, meaning none, through the words 14, the most astonishing number is revealed. So here we put the numbers to the letters of the words 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14. Just as it's written on John's hand. None, or the fish, or none, or 0, and 14. When we put the numbers to the letters of the words 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14, the most astonishing number is revealed. We reveal the number 322. And most of us conspiracy theorists are very familiar with the number 322, as it is found prominently on the Yale Secret Society Skull and Bones logo. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What's more, fish in English gematria equals 23, thus giving us two numbers, 23 and 14. Do you know what 14 times 23 is? I'll let you do that math. So here you have John Podesta clearly expressing deep occult knowledge, and all he is doing is raising his hands and putting a fish on one and the number 14 on the other. And those that know what he's saying will know exactly what he's saying. And, th and those of us that don't know, well, apparently you, like I, were never invited to their club, and they never wanted us to know. The important thing to remember, and this is the point that I like to reiterate all the time, is that dark magic, black magic, Satanism, demon worshipping, sadistic occultism, whatever kind of terminology you want to use to describe it, the important thing to remember is that the most egregious and vile action one can take is to take that which is pure, good, beautiful, and sacred and pervert it, and distort it, and destroy it. These people are not just purely engaged in evil acts. Of course, they, they do that stuff to a T as well, but they go far beyond petty offenses and moral violations. They take the pathway to God, the Great Spirit, the knowledge system to understand man's connection to it, and they hide it. They corrupt it, they bastardize it, and they keep such knowledge for themselves, so that generationally they can declare themselves as sacred and you as profane. And this pathway is, and always has been, right in front of you. These people, by being masters of deception and masters of psychology, Using powerful suggestion, words, spells, mathematics, and symbol with wicked and insane means and methods, take the light of knowledge, the light of wisdom, the light of truth, the light of the Creator Himself, and mask it, and in return present you with lies and deceit. And they do all this secretly, so no one ever suspects a thing. Their power is to trick you in believing that the wicked ideologies they embrace behind the scenes don't even exist. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. And don't think that all this evil is coming strictly from the left or the Democrats solely. May I remind you that John Kerry and George W. were both bonesmen, or members of the Yale Secret Society, the Skull and Bones. A good thing to remember, evil has no allegiance except to itself. 
Dark magicians and dark occultists run our world. And the sooner that we come to realize this, the better off humanity is going to be. It's a hard thing to accept. It's a hard thing to stomach. It's a bitter pill to swallow. But we need to recognize this for our own proliferation and for the proliferation of true spirit upon this earth. There are very twisted, very sinister people that work in concert behind the scenes to perpetuate a very disturbing, very immoral, and downright evil agenda. And we as a humanity need to stop this. It is literally in our hands. The late great comedian George Carlin does a great job of summing up this whole phenomenon. Because they own this fucking place. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. Mm -hmm. Well, let me just say this to John and Hillary and the corrupt people at the DNC and the globalists and whoever else you're all working with. Guess what? I'm not interested in being part of your club and whatever disgusting and sick shit you and your ilk like to do. No thanks. I want to see you and your crimes against humanity exposed, and I, like so many others, want everyone else involved in your schemes to be brought forward with appropriate justice served. People have asked me before, what do you think these people are doing? What kind of sick stuff goes on underground and behind closed doors? And my response is always, I have no idea. I'm not a psychopath. Couldn't tell you. To address you, John, directly, I don't know what kind of blood rituals or spirit cooking or pedophile rings you may be involved in, but I do know the deep and rich significance of the symbolism and numbers on your hands. So I'm going to use these hands, mm -hmm. this template for universal mathematics to spread knowledge, wisdom, light, and love. So, Johnny, the next time I see you with your hands up, I really hope it's preceded by you're under arrest. <laughs> That'll be awesome. I like that guy. All right, so that's that video. Now, there was one. Yeah, the there was an Newswire one. Article here. I was curious, and then I got one more thing before we wrap it up. Uh, this article is says police Chester Bennington was murdered. Police have reportedly launched a murder investigation into Chester Bennington's death, with insiders believing it is extremely likely that Lincoln Park frontman was killed in eerily similar circumstances to his close friend Chris Cornell. Foul play suspected. Detectives are looking into whether Chester Bennington was murdered with the death scene later arranged to resemble a suicide. They have put a team of investigators in place and are refusing to rule out a criminal homicide charge. Um, let's see here. Murders are sometimes made to look like suicides. We think he was murdered. We just have to find out who was behind it, said a police source. The Los Angeles County Medical Examiner's Office confirmed the 41-year-old new metal icon was found dead but refused to provide details with the agency's chief of operations, Brian Elias, remaining tight-lipped about whether media reports of suicide are accurate. We are investigating all angles, he said. Um, suspicious circumstances confirmed. Bennington, who sang at Chris Cornell's recent funeral after becoming close to the Soundgarden frontman in recent years, was reportedly working with Cornell's foundation to prevent the sexual exploitation of vulnerable children. The Lincoln Park frontman, who was the father of six children and was also the godfather to Chris Cornell's son, was on record talking about the long-term emotional fallout of being sexually abused by an older male as a child. If I think back to when I was really young, to when I was being molested, to when all these horrible things were going on around me, I shudder, 
he told the metal magazine Kerrang! in 2011. Now investigators believe that the deaths of Cornell and Bunnington, who died on Cornell's birthday, may be linked. The parallels between the two deaths are astonishing. The close friends who were working on exposing notorious entertainment industry pedophiles died in the same way, with Bennington's death taking place on what would have been Cornell's 53rd birthday. History repeats, same old, he was that old tricks. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. He doesn't look like 53. No. Um, close friends of Cornell say that he was shown a black book that included the name of one of his professional associates. After setting up his foundation and investigating further, Cornell was close to exposing a network of pedophiles working within the entertainment industry, a dangerous job that he considered his duty. But with but his friends believe he was taken out before he finished the job. The official investigation into Cornell's death is closed, but his widow and many of his fans are unsatisfied with the ruling by police and medical examiner, examiners mm-hmm. that the Soundgarden frontman committed suicide. Detroit police wrapped up their investigations quickly, and the Wayne County Medical Examiner's Office ruled the death a suicide, but investigators are claiming that unexplained gaps in the official timeline of Cornell's final moments and suspicious inconsistencies in the record suggest that Cornell's death was not suicide at all, but a premeditated homicide and cover-up. Investigator Randy Cody is among those questioning the suicide ruling. He points to perceived Timeline gaps, forensic questions, and what he says are two signs that Cornell had a head wound that was not mentioned in autopsy reports. Speaking to Detroit Free Press, he referenced Detroit police scanner audio in which a medic is heard saying, patient did have an exercise rubber band around his neck, suggestions of possible strangulation, trauma to the back of the head, history of depression. Patient is cool to the touch in all areas at this time. Cody also questions whether medics really broke so many of Cornell's ribs in efforts to resuscitate him. You mean these medics did nine rib fractures during CPR? I'm not buying it, said Cody, who also believes Cornell was killed because he was about to expose a child's sex ring. Unanswered questions. In May, Chester Bennington tweeted, As of today, my life's purpose is one of love and understanding. The world needs to change, and that change comes from within. Hate, pride, vengeance, and fear are the plague of the earth. Love, kindness, compassion, empathy, and service to others are the cure. He added a challenge to his followers on Twitter. Let's all choose to be part of the cure. If we look outside ourselves to find love and peace, we will ultimately fail. It has to come from within. Lead by example. Chester Bennington was a mature, well-adjusted man who had exercised his demons and had dedicated the rest of his life to fighting for others, including his six children and his godson, Christopher Cornell, and exposing the pedophile ring in the entertainment industry. However, evil forces seem determined to shut these kind of people down. As details of his death emerge, it is worth keeping an eye on who pushes hardest with the suicide angle and attempts to shut down anyone who raises questions. They may be involved in the cover-up. And that's that article. Hmm. Weird, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have uh, trauma to the back of your head. If when you're, you're strangling yourself. Strangling yourself. Yeah. Very odd. And there was also something really odd with the uh, um, Chester's uh, doodad, too. Autopsy. Autopsy report. Let me see if we can find it real quick, because I want to... I remember seeing something about it, and there's some, something like head trauma with his as well. Let's see.
suicide photos and autopsy released. I'd be curious to see it. Okay. I doubt it, but you can click on it to YouTube video. That was this one, right? Yeah. Let's see what it says. Might just be music, even though we'll we're getting to see it, but I wonder if it's going to be any audio. Probably not. Got to download the link oh, in the description in order to fucking see it, which means it's nothing. Yep. Clickbait. It's all just pictures of flowers and shit. Yeah, memorials. Alright, well, good for them. Uh, <laughs> so, there's something odd about Chester's autopsy, too. It was He was ruled suicide, but there was, right. like, head trauma for his, too, I think. I remember there's, there's that. something odd. I didn't hear that. Let's see. I feel like I need to fucking prove it since you're... No, no, I believe you. It. No, I didn't challenge it. Autopsy, let's see. It. Put head trauma, maybe? Yeah. Uh, how do you see an actual autopsy report? That's what I want to know. Like, where can you go to fucking see the actual report? There's got to be a way, right? You would think. Oh, Snopes was like fourth down this time. Uh, let's see. No foul play in Chris Cornell's death. You wouldn't need to put that out unless there was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why would you come out with that as your headline? Unless there was. I don't... I don't know. What was the other thing you wanted to do before we wrapped up? I'm just curious what Snopes says. Are you serious? Because I get so irritated with them, but I feel like we need to see what the other side says. Fact check. Were Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell murdered to cover up a pedophile ring? A fake news website claimed the deceased singers from Lincoln Park and Soundgarden were murdered because they were about to expose a list of pedophiles. What's the name of the fake website? Oh, you don't have it in there. Oh, right there. Oh, yeah, hang on. We'll get yep. to it. Okay. Claim. Chester Bennington. Okay. Uh, rating. False. Let's see what it says. On July 21st, 2017, the fake news website, Your Newswire, posted a story reporting that Lincoln Park singer Chester Bennington, who passed away on July 20th, 2017, in his Palos Verdes estate home, near Los Angeles, had been murdered in similar fashion to his friend, Soundgarden singer Chris Cornell, who died two months earlier. Both Bennington and Cornell's deaths have been ruled suicides by hanging by Los Angeles County and Wayne County medical examiners, respectively. Cornell died on May 18th in his hotel room after a concert in Detroit, while Bennington passed away at his Palos Verdes estate home in... Why do I have to repeat everything? Uh The two men were friends, in fact. Bennington took his life on what would have been Cornell's 53rd birthday, but rumors that their deaths were connected in any nefarious ways are based on speculation and not evidence. And your Newswire's headline thus falsely proclaims police Chester Bennington was murdered. Citing a police source, your Newswire asserted that authorities were investigating Bennington's death as a homicide. Uh, detectives are looking... Okay, we've That's read that. Quote, um, it's unclear what detectives your Newswire could possibly have attained such a quote from, Palos Verdes Estates Police have not commented on the case and have instead referred all inquiries to the coroner's office. The police department for that small coastal community south of Los Angeles 
contracts with the much larger Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department to handle homicides. And the Sheriff's Homicide Bureau told us they did not respond to Bennington's death. The quote doesn't appear in any other news report about the incident. We've spoken to all the agencies that have jurisdiction over Bennington's home and can confirm that contrary to what your, your newswire reported, law enforcement has not said Bennington was murdered. Celebrity status of both men means relevant details about their deaths are publicly available. Cornell's autopsy report has been uploaded online, and in that report, Wayne County Assistant Medical Examiner Dr. Theodore Brown notes that Cornell's body, bodyguard discovered him in the bathroom of his Detroit hotel room with an exercise band around his neck. Ligature marks were found around Cornell's neck, and the cause of death was determined to be a suicide by hanging. Which is the same way that uh, Robin Williams killed himself. Yeah. Uh, the Los Angeles County Coroner's told us the official cause of Bennington's death was also a suicide by hanging, and then an autopsy report will be forthcoming at the end of July 2017. Yerner's wire was also quoted, also quoted Randy Cody, a person they described as an investigator. Cody may be an amateur sleuth, but he is not a law enforcement investigator. He is a blogger who runs the Metal Den website, where he occupies himself coming up with various theories to prove Cornell was murdered. He was interviewed for a Detroit news story about theories surrounding the singer's death by fans unsatisfied with the suicide ruling, which is where your newswire lifted this information from. Wasn't Snopes not Doing a website thing. that uh, occupies themselves coming up with various theories to prove yep. that actual conspiracies are bullshit? A piece of supposed evidence cited by Cody is a head wound he believes he saw in a YouTube video of Cornell's last performance at Detroit's Fox Theater on May 17th and an unverified recording of a radio traffic in which a medic claimed to have seen a wound on the head of an unnamed victim. No mention was made of a head wound in the autopsy report, prompting accusations that the information was suppressed. However, in the image from the concert, it appears the wound is simply red stage light reflecting off the singer's skin. In May twenty second, in a May twenty second post, Cody claimed Cornell was murdered because. So why are we getting into Cody? Just adding more fuel to um, the was fire. The, he was about to expose pedophiles involved in Pizzagate, a debunked conspiracy theory holding that a child sex trafficking ring linked to Hillary Clinton was being run out of a comet ping pong in Washington D.C. pizzeria. All right, if we eliminate the whole pizzeria part of it. You cannot deny, and it is not debunked, that there is a child sex trafficking ring that's linked to Hillary Clinton. Regardless of the fucking pizza place, that part is not debunked. Right. right. You can debunk the pizza part because of lawsuits. Because you don't actually have video of somebody raping a kid in the fucking pizza place. Right. But that doesn't mean it's not involved or the owner's not involved or something like that. Right. It's what irritates the shit out of me. Just because you don't have fucking video of it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I agree. God damn it, it's so irritating. No evidence was offered linking Bennington to the non-existent Pizzagate conspiracy other than the circumstantial reference to a revelation he made in a Rock Magazine interview that he had been molested when he was a child. Pizzagate has been debunked by none other than conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, who was one of the key figures in... Wait, what? Yeah, this is what's interesting. They're actually... This is the one time they're actually going to back Alex Jones because basically he was sued by the owner of pizza, right. the pizza place right. because... There is no proof that they did anything there. So Alex Jones had to, in order either that or pay a giant fine or whatever, he had to detract, retract re- right. everything that he had said about it. Which, okay, so let's let's continue. Um, it was one of the key figures in originally speaking or spreading it. Jones apologized and retracted the claim after a man intent on rescuing children went to the pizzeria with a rifle in December 2016 and opened fire inside. 
And it says, Your Newswire is not a reliable source of information. They regularly post inaccurate articles and unfounded conspiracy theories. There is no evidence that Bennington or Cornell were murdered in an effort to cover up a debunked pedophile sex ring. Wow. Now, there was something else I was going to say about uh, Snopes. Maybe I said that in the thing. Anyways, Snopes. Everything about your fucking website is nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. If if every single thing, remember we did a, a started searching other random things with Snopes. Yeah. If everything didn't go against the Republican Party and for the Democratic Party, I would say maybe you guys are an unbiased source of information. However, you were wildly biased mm-hmm. for certain politicians, certain political parties, yep. and certain. Uh, things that you're probably being funded by, okay? Uh, and here's the thing: anything when we were, when we were looking all of this stuff about Trump, yeah. if if that was if it was if it was uh, anti-Trump, all of your things said true. If it was anti-Hillary, they all said false. They didn't. They either said false or there was no determination. Remember that? Yeah, unclear or whatever it said. Yeah, yeah, That's nonsense. Because at some point, you have to say something negative about Hillary. Yep. Or you're very clearly a biased news source. Therefore, just that alone makes you a nonsensical fake news source. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you now have on your site because it's fake news. It's all bullshit. And I think it's funny that they call yours, your newswire, whatever they are, uh, a fake news source. Yeah. I'm curious. It's funny that uh, <laughs> factcheck.org says the they are. Well, of course, CBS News and says they are. Of course, Snopes says they are. Wikipedia, Rational Wiki. All right, once again, show me a fucking website that's on the right side of things. The Republican side, when I say right, I don't mean, like, correct. I mean the, you have the left and you have the right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Show me a right-ran website saying that they're fake news. You won't see it. No. Nope. Well, that, the only left-side websites are saying it. Why? Does that not tell you there's a yeah. bias here? Yeah. I mean, simply that. CBS, we know, is biased. BBC is biased. All of these are Snopes, obviously, PolitiFact is, is, BBC is. Facebook is. That's their own page, though. Daily Star mm-hmm. is. Heavy.com, never even heard of them, but they're they're jumping on the bad wagon. It's ridiculous. Um, anyways, this is the final one I wanted to read, and then we can... Uh, I can get angry, and we can take a break or whatever. <laughs> Clinton Estate is officially a crime scene as 11 more steel barrel graves are uncovered. <laughs> when was that? The official number of bodies recovered from the Clinton estate in upstate New York is 14, says Quantico's chief medical examiner. We have found altogether the complete remains of 14 human beings, all believed to be female, in their late teens through early 20s. It looks like the most recent was reported missing in 2005. That number includes the three women recovered last night. Their torsos were in one of the other barrels. Not all 14 have been identified yet. LOTF correspondent on the scene, Anatata Fukuhiro, 
<laughs> says that no cameras or interviews are being allowed, but that she can clearly see the Clintons still sitting calmly on their front porch in rocking chairs. This is probably fake news. The reporter was Inagata DeVita, you said? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, exactly. It's like they're haunting, uh, taunting the FBI. They just sit there having told the FBI they won't be answering any questions until the recovery is complete and they can meet with a new, at a, in a neutral location. It doesn't seem like they have anything to worry about. Clinton spokesman Christopher Blair told us, quote, Of course they're not worried, you nitwits. You fell for the same shtick last. This seems fake. Were you not paying attention when they discovered a serial killer who lived next door until a year or two ago? They might be thinking he would be the obvious choice if you had to point fingers. Try not to be so stupid. He may be the reason the Clintons aren't worried, but the rest of us know they're far more dangerous than a they are far more dangerous than a guy who was caught killing a few people a bunch of years ago. Of course, the Clintons should be the first suspect. I don't know how true that is, but I just thought I'd read it because it kind of. Uh, interesting tie-in with everything so else. So let's there. just say that that is a true thing. So they found 14 bodies in steel drums in there. Yeah. And 14 barrels. Yeah, and they're going to they're gonna blame it on the neighbor who was a serial killer? Uh, it sounds kind of... Hang on. Well, it's it was yeah. a popular enough uh, thing that Snopes had to weigh in on it. So, yeah. um, uh, Snopes, fact check, false. <laughs> Which makes me think it's probably true. PolitiFact, you said, is uh, there too, right? Fact check by P- PolitiFact, pants on fire. Whatever that means. A liar, liar, pants on fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Truth or fiction? What do they have to say? Are they, are they fucking... Shitty too. I don't know some of these bands or these uh, websites. No, they're saying that's fiction. Uh, well, anyways, regardless of it being fiction or not, it's. Oh, what's this? Is this a video? Now I'm kind of curious just to see. Hang on. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, it's a naked to guy. Michael Anderson show. It's your fabulous fucking host with the most. I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling fantastic. You okay? Yeah. Fantastic. Why don't you put a shirt on and then we'll discuss. You could have just fast forwarded to the parts of what we want to see. Yeah, I kind of think it's clickbait though. Oh, it probably is. Um, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Well, there's best of viral dot online. That's got to be real, right? <laughs> Anyways, it, it, like I said, that one kind of sounds hokey. Yeah. At least the the rest um, were written in a way like, yeah. No report, no spokesman's going to go to the press and say you're all a bunch of nitwits. Yeah. Now, if it was the Donald Trump tweet, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but like, okay. uh, anyways, it's, I just want to end with something a little uh, silly because, <laughs> but the rest of this shit, there's nothing silly about it. No. It's uh, pretty fucked up. And regardless of any of it being true or false, there's something going on with all of that. You you can't deny. Yeah, it's too coincidental. Uh, some of these things. Explain why they look so fucking identical, Podesta and Bennington. Yeah. Who is the person that molested them? Then why have we never heard that fucking name? He knew he was molested. Mm-hmm. Why not put the name out there? Destroy right. that fucking person. You yeah, wouldn't put sure. the name out if it was Podesta. Um, yeah. And and I'm sure you could dig deep enough and find the connection, unless all that's been covered up. Uh, and if he's not his father, then why are they not coming out with other other links saying this is his real father yeah. and shit like that? Show his father. Let's see a yeah. picture of his fucking father, a side by side. 
and his mother. Let's see that he doesn't look anything like either one of them, mm-hmm. but he looks just like John Podesta. Coincidence? The Obama kid Seems all over odd again. coincidence when you have so much other shit about Podesta linked to all this weird pedophile shit, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it was a whole big nonsense story with the pizza place and all this other shit, why is his name always linked to it? Why does he have art in his house that's fucking weird yeah, uh, yeah. pedophile, uh, like human eating, like fucked up shit? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody can be into whatever art they want to be, but when you're into like weird shit like that, people are going to start thinking weird shit about you. Right. It, it, shit like this doesn't just randomly, like, Dave, you're probably never going to be linked to any kind of pedophile ring. Nope. Because you don't collect art of little kids naked or uh, sculptures of demons fucking things or, you know, whatever, like weird shit <laughs> right, like that. Right. You don't collect that shit, so why would you be linked to it then? Mm. If you're into weird shit, you're going to be linked to shit. Even if you're not into it or, like, in a pedophile right. ring, why are you into this kind of art? Right. There's something right. wrong with you either way. There's something wrong with Podesta. There's something, something weird and fishy about all of this. Fishy, get it? Mm-hmm. Fish on his hand. Yeah, I know. Uh, the, there's, there's a bigger thing here, and and just because we don't have what they call proof, like like literally, it's like you have to prove, like you have to have video of them doing the thing that we claim they're doing in order to convict them right. or or arrest them. Uh, to me, I don't think at a certain point, like if it, if it walks like a dog, barks like a dog shits like a dog, all these things like a dog, it's a dog. Right, right. All right, well, if you're a pedophile, and you collect art like a pedophile would, you fuck kids like a pedophile would, you... Look at Joe Biden. I'm sorry, you going around hugging little kids, putting your hands yeah. in and all this? If you're not a pedophile, why are you doing these things? Right. Well, look at that Fergie Oliver guy we just found yeah. out about today. I mean, that dude's serious yeah, pedophile. If you're, you're on TV... On a show in the fucking 80s or 70s or whatever it was, 80s. trying to, like, kissing little girls and upset when they wouldn't kiss you on your lips. Begging you're for fucking kisses. 10 years old, for mm-hmm. Christ's sakes, and you're trying to kiss these kids mm-hmm. in front of their parent on top of it, and, a mother. And the entire world that watched that show. Yeah. Uh, if, if I'm, curi- I'm curious, before we go back, how long was that show on? Well, it's IMDb, that motherfucker. It, it Really weird, dude, like... I'm sorry. At a certain point, we don't need to have video fucking proof of every little thing just because... What was it called? Fuck your mom? <laughs> like mommy or something like that? No, I think it's just like mom. No, it was... There's three words in it. Like your mom, maybe? That's what I was starting to type, but... Put in his name. Oh, he doesn't even get a fucking credit for it. He only got a credit for that. Wow. That's weird. I have to Google it. How long is a fucking show on? Just like Mom. Not even on IMDb. That's how close to pedophilia it was. IMDb doesn't even want to fucking acknowledge that it existed. Just like mom. Let's see if there's a... Yeah, right there. 1980-1985. So for five years. Husband and wife duo. So 
they he probably tried to uh, make it seem cool because his wife was right there. Why would he be trying to make all the little kids while his wife's right there? Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially that's why she divorced his ass. That's what I was just gonna see. I wanted to see if there was a thing that says why they got divorced. You well, know? not on that page. It won't because that's just about just like mom. Right. All right. Uh, why did what was her name again? Catherine Swing. Swing. Fergie Olver. God damn it, can you type? And. <laughs> Catherine Swing divorce. Oh, there's a new one. Oh, it was 2009. See, I bet you they don't put it in there because they're covering shit up. I'm surprised uh, Snopes hasn't weighed in and said that's false. He never kissed anybody on that show. (laughs) Hasn't been brought up enough yet. Dude, you should go to Snopes. Yeah. Can't fathom that they haven't fucking weighed in on this. Yeah, they haven't, yeah. Fucking talk about fake news. Come on, Snopes, why don't you say yes, this guy was a fucking pedophile. You have him on fucking camera over and over trying to make out with little kids. Up the butt, Bob? What the fuck? Oh, that's the Newwood game. Human-dog hybrid. Snopes links to that, but that's it. That's the closest thing we get when we put in... Uh, Fergie Oliver, Catherine Swing Snopes. Yeah, they got to have something on him. Kind of a fucking name, Fergie, for a guy. It's kind of weird, too. Yeah. Right? Um, hmm. oh, there's Snopes. What's that say? Oh, unfortunate baby names. See? Nothing. Nothing about him. Because it's true. This is what we got to before. If if it's true, they're not going to have it on fucking Snopes. Jesus fucking Christ. I cannot type to save my what goddamn life. What the fuck is your problem, dude? Uh, it's because I'm not. I'm trying to do it quick. Um, same exact question. Same, same exact shit. fucking post. Yep, it's not going to be on there, dude. I want to know why they got divorced. What was the fucking reason? I'm telling it's you, weird why. that they. She... Well, I know why, <laughs> but I, which I, I want to see like the divorce papers or something that says. Right. Uh, Irreconcilable differences? No, I'm confused. I'm, I'm curious, actually, not confused. Curious. Scroll down to the one where she says it backs the 80s version re- update. Um, right there, right there, right on top. So they redid the show. I'm curious if the game show host then kissed the kids then, too. Let's see here. An updated version of the 1980s game show, Just Like Mom, is being cooked up for a new generation of audiences. Original co host Catherine Swing says she's excited by. Plans to revive the family program, which producers plan to rename just like mom and dad. It was something that hit a generation in such a meaningful way, said Swing, who helmed the original series with her then-husband, sportscaster Fergie Oliver. It says Oliver, but it's over. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was they just dropped the I and like this is how they've been able to hide the uh, controversy by changing Maybe. the name in the Maybe. zeitgeist. They loved it. They still talk about it. Swing has signed on as creative consultant, but says she's not sure if she'll appear on camera. Series development is still in its infancy. Canadian production company Marvel Media has acquired the rights to the program and plans to pitch the proposed comeback at an upcoming television industry conference in France where they'll look for a broadcast partner. 
Yeah, it didn't go through because this is 2009. That's the only thing that's in yeah. here. Well, would you want to bring back a fuck? Because no. people would start looking for the original and then see that this guy's fucking... Yeah, I wouldn't, wanna, I, I wouldn't want to be tied into that. Fucking weird, dude. I felt like uh, Joe Biden would be good at host of that show if they revived that's, it. Yeah, that's who would probably do it for sure. Yeah, he's got nothing else. Or he'd on. he'd be on as a consultant. Jesus <laughs> consultant meaning like he'll fuck the little kids in the back before yeah. they come out. Yeah. Fucking sick fuck. Wow. All this shit's weird and nasty and uh yeah. I don't know, dude. Something odd about all of it. Whether yeah. uh, you want to call certain parts of it fake news, I say go ahead. I just don't think um, that it, there's there's a lot of coincidences you can't overlook when it mm-hmm. comes to certain things, and it, some coincidences yes, but not as many as there are. The right. the uh, amount of deaths that surround people, all the people that are going to testify, everybody that knows something or has is close in some way, all seem to die mm-hmm. when something gets released, something comes out. Uh, you want to talk about Seth Rich? We'll do a whole episode on that fucking guy. Th- he was the fucking source that leaked all the shit from the DNC that right. exposed it, and then he gets robbed and killed, but yet nothing was stolen. Uh, it does not... Nothing adds up. You can't say it was a robbery when nothing was stolen. Right. That was a murder. So why aren't you investigating the murder? You're investigating a robbery. Well, you're not going to find anything because it wasn't a fucking right. robbery. Yeah. And there's security cameras everywhere, but no footage of it. Of who did the fucking robbery. Oh, yeah. Look at why? the uh, Capitol building. Same thing. It's, it's a fucking, fucking nonsense. I mean, here's the thing. At it's all covered point, up, man. You have to start... These people that believe what CNN is telling them Snopes is telling them, you have to be a fucking idiot at a certain point mm-hmm. to actually buy into it. Like, I don't understand. I either do. It's crazy. It just uh, irritates me. Anyways, there's fucking pedophiles out there, and these pedophiles are running your fucking country right now. Yep. And uh, controlling every little bit. So, uh, any, pretty much everybody that is a major Uber star you look up to out there people they probably all fucked and killed the little kid to get to where they are or they wouldn't be where they are just put that I'm not saying every single one of them but the major major ones yeah more than likely once you go from successful to mogul to like where you're untouched basically like beyonce could have a fucking titty fall out on the super bowl and it wouldn't matter they'd blame it on the camera guy and they and they'd praise her for it mm-hmm. But that's when you know you've yeah. gone above and beyond. She's so brave to expose herself like that and like, be so vulnerable. That's what they'd say. Yeah, uh, Timberlake with the whole Janet Jackson, her titty falls out. Timberlake's fucking thrust into superstardom mm-hmm. even more. I bet you, allegedly, I have to say that to cover my own ass, but I bet you, allegedly, he's probably done it. Probably. Been beyond. You know what I mean? Maybe not, though. I don't know. I, I'm just talking about these people that have gone above and beyond where they cannot do wrong. Mm-hmm. Think about Kanye West. He was at that fucking level, and then all of a sudden he had 
goddamn mental breakdown, and now all of a sudden you don't hear about him anymore. You want to yeah. know why? Because he probably didn't fuck the kid, and he probably didn't kill the kid. Mm-hmm. Instead, he decided he's going to back Donald Trump. Well, now that's a fucking problem. we got to get rid of this guy. Instead of killing him, you just drug him up for a few weeks, then release him back out, and now nobody covers him in the news. Right. Why? Here's a guy who starved, starved for fucking attention. And that's all you guys would do. You, you couldn't turn yeah. on the TV or anything without, without seeing yep. something Kanye West was doing. Where the yep. fuck is he? Somebody tell me, where the fuck has he been? When was the last time you heard about anything Kanye West? It's been months. Yep. Why? Because they shut him down. Because mm-hmm. he didn't take the bait. Think about it. Yep. Everybody that does not take the bait, you don't hear about him anymore. Now, he may pop back up at some point, mm-hmm. but he'll never reach that next point. Until he's ready to move forward right. with his fucking fucking little kid and killing them, yeah. or whatever it is that they do, something it's to ponder. Up, dude. It's something to ponder. What if? Man, crazy world, dude. Listening to the D2R Podcast Network, brought to you by Dream to Reality Entertainment. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the D2R Podcast Network on iTunes. Give us a rating and leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. Your word of mouth is our only advertising, so please do us a solid. Share us with everyone you know. Thanks for listening.
phoenixbeardoils.com give someone the bird today hell yeah what is phoenix beard oils dave uh, phoenix beard oils is my company my own business uh that i created uh it's basically the cheapest way you can get beard oils for your beard your goatee mustache if you want hell you can even put it in your head you like your head hair wherever you want it. pussy hair wherever it doesn't matter uh but yeah phoenix beard oils um what i did is i created my own sense um with the help of joy um, and with you as well, we have other people, you know, friends and, and whatnot, create different scents. Um, and what beard oil does is basically makes it softer, it helps promote uh, healthier growth, and it makes it smell good. So some new scents that we have right now, uh, the Pharaoh, it's like an egyptian scent, and uh, Flavor Saver also, um, which is more like... I don't know, you describe it. You, you made it. Yeah, Skittles. Skittles. Skittles is the closest thing without yeah. calling it Skittles. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, what, what sets apart uh, our company versus the other companies is, one, the price. You know, no matter how many essential oils and, and flavors and scents we put into it, it's going to be the same price. Um, and so and that's one thing. It beats the price it of beats most the price of other, most of the other ones, yeah. Beard oil companies. Yeah. And uh, also, I put with our, our uh, website... Every scent, every essential oil that's in there, and carry oil, I put what the aromatherapy properties is of that essential oil. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a healthier thing to let you know what you're doing, too. If you're looking for a certain thing, you want to get energized, we have one called Energy. That'll get you all going out. Um, you have one to help people stop smoking. Yes, we have one to help people quit uh, chewing tobacco is what it was designed for, but it will help also with uh, helping you quit smoking. You have well. one to help people grow in their beard if yep. it's patchy. Yep. It's called Patchless. Patchless, yep. What was the... Uh, not stop smoking one. Dipless. Dipless. I knew yeah. it was something like that. Yeah, dipless, because it was. I designed yeah. it for myself to quit chewing tobacco. Right. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot of different things we do. If there's anything at all that you want to see, something that you've seen at a different company, uh, a scent or something, or something that you are looking for, if, I don't know, you are you want to dye your hair and it's not staying, maybe I can design a scent that will help keep it that new yeah. color. For whatever. the hair. Yeah. yeah, for your hair. So let us know. Reach out to us. Um phoenixbeardoils.com you can check it out there's a contact us page as well and yes if you enter the promo code D2R yes the letter D the number 2 the letter R you get 10% off the entire 10% order 10% off your order yep and that's a never ending coupon yeah. another thing that sets us apart with your order you'll get a handwritten thank you note from me every single time today's autograph and my autograph a handwritten note a uh, thank you note yeah and I always throw new things in yeah. So whatever current new scent that's not even on the market yet that I'm just test marketing and just creating, you get it. You get it. That's you, awesome, dude. You might even get one brand new that I created specifically for you just because. Wow. So that's part of like when you say, hey, I'm looking for something like, yeah, 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 Dave may just create one for you and see if you like it. And then mm-hmm. if, if you like it and he likes it, it could become a all-the-time offering. That's right. Possibly. That's right. Wow. That's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. So uh, go do that. PhoenixBeardOils.com, promo code D2R during checkout, 10% off your entire order. You're going to get Dave's autograph. You're going to get a thank you note. You might even get your own personalized scent. Yeah. Can't beat it. You can't. Check it out. Give someone the bird.
Dave, you do shopping online, right? I do. You go to Amazon, right? I do. Of course you do. Everybody does. I have an Amazon app on my phone as we speak. All right. But here's the problem. What? You need to click the banner to help out the podcast before you go to just straight Amazon. You're correct. But here's how you do it. You go to www.thearyaman.com and you're going to click the sponsor tab. Okay. All right. So once you've done that, click the sponsor tab. Right at the top, you're going to see Amazon. It says, click on the Amazon banner below to support the Airy Man as well as the Detour Podcast Network. That's every podcast you're hearing on this feed. It's network feed here. Yeah. You click that banner, and you bookmark it. You never have to go through those steps again. So you only have to do those steps do it one time. One time, and then you bookmark it. Then, every time you go to Amazon after that, go to that bookmark, use that to get to Amazon, and then buy whatever you want to buy. So you buy books, you buy toilet paper, you can buy food. Yeah. You can buy pretty much just about anything on yeah. Amazon. You can get uh, Dave's Not Here on Amazon. Yeah, your book. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get some of uh, former guest Jim Fetzer's books on Amazon. Yeah. You can get you can get just about anything, literally yeah. anything. Food for your dogs, you can get toys, you can get TVs. I bet you could buy a car. You can. I think Probably, you can buy sex toys on there. You can, I know you can buy sex toys. Don't ask me how I know that. Yeah. Uh, you can literally buy just... Uh, I don't know too many. I think the list would be shorter if you put the things that you can't get on Amazon. Together. I don't even think there is such a list. Oh, there's got to be. I'm sure like... But you can't get illegal drugs from Amazon. I bet you could. <laughs> I kind of think you'd probably get prescriptions on Amazon. It's not illegal, though. I'm talking no. about marijuana. Either way, go to those, once you bookmark it, you never have to do it again. Otherwise, if you want to, go do that. Here's the other thing. Lots of people listen to podcasts. Lots of people listen to multiple podcasts. Yes. I'm sure we're not the only podcast that you listen to. And you probably hear the same kind of an ad Amazon banner on everybody else's podcast. But a lot of those podcasts are getting like... Like they're like major comedians that have a yeah, huge fan yeah, base. The major rich, anyways. Yeah, they have a lot of money, and so why give them more money? Your your money through Amazon. Help us. We're the smaller podcast, staying afloat in this big ass ocean of podcasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still here doing it, but we need your help. That's yeah. why we're telling you to go do this. Um, and here's the thing, Amazon. It's not like it's costing you anything extra to it's go. It's the do exact this. same price. Yeah, That's right. it does. Yeah. What Amazon's doing is the profit they're making off of your purchase, they're going to cut off a percent of their profit and throw it our way. And that's how and we're we make talking about a small, minute fraction. Right. This is why we need more people to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because uh, the more people that do it, the higher percent we get. And that all builds up. And eventually, you know, you know, we get money then through that, and we can upgrade our microphones. We can pay to have bigger acts in here. Yeah, we can get... Yeah, we can actually pay guests, which means we can draw bigger guests, which means we can become a bigger fish in this giant ocean of right. podcasting. That's right. Uh, but, you know, that's you, what we you ask need for your help yeah. to do that. So that's why you do that. The com sponsor tab, Amazon banner, bookmark it. Just go to that bookmark then after that, and mm. you're good to go. Right? That's right. Boom. Also, you want to call podcast, suggest um, some topics, maybe. Uh, there's a couple different ways you can do this. First of all, the phone number. We have a podcast phone line. Dedicated now, line. This is for not just Think Tank. It's for Rock Vegas. It's for Beer with Friends. It's for what? any podcast on this network. 
Uh, the number is 321-413-5300. That's 5300. You don't know what 5300 was. <laughs> I'll repeat it. 321-413-5300. Call that number. You can text that number. Um, yeah. You call it. Leave a voicemail. It's just at the top. Say who you are, where you're calling from, and what podcast you're trying to get a hold of. You can call anytime, 24 hours a day. It's always there. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it on whatever given show you're calling for. And, yeah. Also, you can text it. You can say, you know, whatever you want to say. You know, that episode on whatever fucking awesome or fucking sucked or whatever. You guys should talk about Michael Jackson more. Whatever you yeah, want us to talk exactly. about. It, it's whatever. That's our feedback. You want a feedback through that texting mm-hmm. or phone call? That's the way to do it. There's other ways to do feedback, specifically for Think Tank, which you're hearing now. Uh... Email thinktankpod at gmail.com. Email there. Uh, you can tweet at this particular podcast, at the Think Tank Pod. Very easy. And uh, that's what you do. So, a few ways to get a hold of us here on the Podcast Network. Yep. Hell yeah. Amazon through the airyman.com and the sponsor tab. Do it. Man.